Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Oh, you. What's new, j What are you doing? Uh, welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Happy Dubs with you live. I'm just going to say it's a Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday night in the Hideout. Here in the Hideout, we um, have a little saying. And we think it's something you should live by in life, but if at least for the next four hours, be yourself be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone. Dial those numbers. Um, J-Dub's also, too, in the hideout with us this evening. We have our executive producer, Chunks Corolla, Tommy Bateman, our director, mm-hmm. Matt Albert, our ghostwriter. Ceiling, uh, the unpaid producer, screens your phone calls. And I believe we're going to have a couple of guests stopping in this evening yes. I'm looking forward to. So we'll wait till they get here. And then um, share all that fun stuff with you. It is Monday, so we have a lot to talk about. Also, I want to point you to realradio.fm so you can see Real TV. That is up and running. From what I understand, just a fantastic uh, amount of web hits on Friday Night Show, which we did the debut of Madden 2007 with our buddy Phil Frazier, the producer of Madden over at EA Sports right here in town. Uh, like double the page views normally gotten on uh, realradio.fm for people to see what uh, Madden 2007 looks like. Congratulations to the president of the Heretics, it turns out, Jimmy Jam, who won the contest. Uh, you can go to hideoutheretics.net to see him gloating. And also <laughs> photos from that Friday night, too. Also on uh, hideoutheretics.net, you can see the photos from my appearance at the Sports Authority on Saturday in Waterford Lakes. Fantastic time. Um, I heard you uh, bought a lot of stuff out there. Spent pretty much half of my fee out there. Uh, I got three <laughs> pairs of shoes. I got a couple of knee braces. Uh, I love it, though. I just forgot how much I love Sports Authority. It's one of those stores, and this isn't even part of the commercial, although go ahead and, pull yeah. it and send it to them. Um, that's one, that, along with like a Best Buy, is a store when I walk into, I'm guaranteed to drop at least a C-note. Well, and there's stores that I'll just wander through. Like, a Best Buy is one of those where I'll just go check it out and have fun and not buy anything, and I just find that to be a good time. I'm going to go ahead and write this check and post-date it mm-hmm. first, because uh, I really, really would like this. So, um, anyway, that is very cool. So, thank you to Sports Authority. Also want to throw out there, fullblownage.com. Go discuss the show. Oh, and maybe there's another couple of Hideout Uncensored episodes on the Hideout MySpace comedy page, myspace.com slash hideoutradio or hideoutheretics.net. I know it's a lot of Internet stuff, but we do very well with the Internet peoples, mm-hmm. the Internets. So uh, go check all that out right now, J-Dubs. Uh, 407-916-1041, Really quickly before we get into it, I got this, this fantastic 
audio for a Republican running for Congress here in uh, Florida. I'm torn. (laughs) I'll play it for you, but I am a little torn. I'm voting for him. (sighs) I want to hear what Matt thinks, so we'll just leave it at that. Could be racial, could not be. Uh, but Dubs, Madden 2007, you did have the chance to play it on uh, Friday night here. Yeah, in the I, I only got to play like one or two quarters. I got it to play it on the PS2 version, but I bought the Xbox 360 this weekend, and uh, I got that ordered for tonight. So tonight, after the show, I'm running over to the GameStop, and I'm picking up my copy of uh, Madden 2007 on Xbox 360. Okay, so you are... Uh, you're I'm psyched. You're stoked for it, mm-hmm. huh? Well, good for you, my friend. I'm happy for you. Basically, you'll be useless for the next couple of days. Yes, definitely. Just wanted to make sure I uh, knew where I stood. But you are excited. Matt, are you like the Xbox 360? Are you liking that, the Xbox 360? Yeah. Oh, it is the greatest invention ever. I know you're bragging in there, dude. You can see their pores. I, I, uh, I, I rented the boxing game, and I'm sitting there playing it, and you can see the pores in the boxers and the sweat pouring out of them. All right, see, I don't know why you would need something to that extent. You don't need it. It's uh, completely unnecessary, but it's great. I've been so excited. I've been just sitting there playing, uh, building my guy up. All right. Well, very good. Hey, um, so anyway, uh, J-Dubs. And I can also see their bulge. They uh, they do go that far. Um, now, when you pick my a... My bo- guy is packing. When you... When you pick a boxer, do you pick a white boxer or a... Oh, I make it look exactly like me. <laughs> so you can even make your guy? Yeah, you can make him all up, look like you. Is he flabby? Big nose, flabby. Built like a cello? Yeah, okay. tattoos everywhere. Just wondering. Mm-hmm. Dubs, I want to play this for you, and I'd like for people to... Um, I'm not even going to say who it was yet, but I want you to uh, listen to the following statement. And is it or is it not racist? Okay. Uh, training down there. I was the commander of an infantry company, and we were practicing crossing a river. Uh, and, you know, an infantry company, uh, 140 some odd soldiers, what have you, large number were black. Uh, I grew up in Alabama. I understand, uh, or I know this from my own experience, that blacks are not the greatest swimmers or may not even know how to swim. But we were crossing this. We want to make sure every soldier. I'm laughing, so yes, it's racist. <laughs> That's so bitch. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, I, racist or not? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Matt, can you swim? No. Not but racist that's then. That I've never not tried. racist then. Okay. That, that, I'm fat. It's hard for us to swim. I've seen many fat uh, people whoa, whoa, whoa. swim. Us? You mean us blacks or us, us fat people. people? Us obese people. It's hard for us to swim. That has nothing to do with black people. I could swim. I've never, I've never actually I, been to a pool where uh, where a black man's doing laps. Here's the thing: I bet Rafi May could swim. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it. All right, it's a walking buoy. Let me play it for you one more time. <laughs> uh, training down there, I was the commander of an infantry company, and we were practicing crossing a river. Uh, and you know, an infantry company, uh, 140 some odd soldiers, what have you, large number were black. Uh, I grew up in Alabama. I understand, uh, or I know this from my own experience, that blacks are not the greatest swimmers or may not even know how to swim. But we were crossing this. We want to make sure every soldier... It's just funny that 
because he grew up in Alabama. That's that's how, that's how I learned. Yeah, I grew up in Alabama, and I also learned they don't like being burned in churches. <laughs> that's that's also learned that. Matt, are you from Alabama? No. Case closed. What? Wild Hawk in the four hundred seven. What's up, Wild Hawk? I would like to point out that I am also fat and I swim just fine. Yeah, see, he's. Uh, I'm not even sure what Wild Hawk is. I just know he's not black. I think he's partly Asian. Walter in the 352. Looks evil. What's up, uh, Walter? Hey, man. I used to be in the Army. I spent eight years in the Army. Mm-hmm. White, black, it doesn't matter. You know, everybody should be treated the same. That comment, in my opinion, is extremely racist. And tell me it's who that guy funny. is. It, well, it, yeah, it's funny too. Come on, Dubs, don't go swaying the uh, the opinions. I'm not. Uh, what were you gonna say, Walter? Yeah, he, he asked uh, also who the guy was. All right, I'm ready to uh, tell you, it is Tram Hudson, who apparently is a Republican for Congress. Ooh, right here in the great state of Florida. He's got my vote. The FLA, baby. Mm-hmm, all the way. Bill in the 386. What's up, Bill? Uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, say that's racist. It's, you know, uh, I had the same problem with Chinese people. You know, they couldn't swim. So. Oh, all right. They, so, uh, Chinese people can't swim either. I don't know. They I know they fly. have hollow bones. Yeah, I, I was just like waiting for and, that. And uh, they're easily flammable. But, uh, I thought it would be easier for them to float with hollow bones. They, they uh, have gills in their armpits. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's true. No, it's not. You, oh, they're, you they're, see them raise their hands. They can, they can swim underwater. Oh, so that's okay, but what Tram Hudson, Republican for Congress, says isn't. Why they're do you the, think the Viet Cong lasted so long in those rice patties? You're, such, can, you're such an ass. <laughs> they're the beginning of Waterworld. Senior hamburger in the 407. Well, I have two things to say. First of all, that statement that that guy said offends me as a black man. Mm-hmm. Shut up, you and- white boy. Second of all, uh, by popular request on the forum, I emotionally rape my dogs. Okay. <laughs> that call took a turn. Um, Alright, hold on. Let me play for you one more time. No! No! Here we go. Uh, training down there. I was the commander of an infantry company, and we were practicing crossing a river. Uh, and, you know, an infantry company, uh, 140 some odd soldiers, what have you, large number were black. Uh, I grew up in Alabama. I understand, uh, or I know this from my own experience, that blacks are not the greatest swimmers or may not even know how to swim. But we were crossing this. We want to make sure every soldier. All right, now hold on a second. We got Chuck Jock six ten saying that's why no quote unquote Japs drowned in World War II. So that's a little unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of Asian friends. I never saw them swim. They were all on my swim team at South Grand Prairie. Oh, they, they're uh, born hairless. They're born hairless, Stop. so they're perfect for these. How sw- does this turn into this? How does that happen? Not quite you, sure. You saying they're not born hairless? Uh, Have you seen a hairy Asian? Technically, no. Now, listen, let me say this. Mm-hmm. One of the few times I felt sorry for the Republicans. Because apparently the choice for state senator for the Republicans is this guy or Catherine Harris. <laughs> you don't have a real big option there. So I will say for two seconds I feel sorry for you. Bong Swat in the 352? Yeah, I just wanted to say it's 472, guys. Oh, uh, what's up, buddy? Got a rep. Right. Hey, I, my friend just came down from special trainings. He's in the last stage. And he was actually referring to black people as non-swimmers. And I asked him about it, and he said every single drill instructor refers to him as that up there all right, so, in North Carolina. All right, so all the drill instructors call the black folks non-swimmers. And body shields. 
Also, too, what did Dubs, when you used to work at uh, Big Cheese Pizza, you call them pineapples? I didn't. My boss did. And why? Why? Because the uh, the uh, labeling for pizzas, uh, pepperoni is R.E.P., so pineapple, they made N. Yeah. And you giggled every time someone ordered pineapple, didn't you? He still says it now. He said, hey, uh, earlier this year, when's the pineapple moving down to join what? us? What? <laughs> Not exactly like that. I said I was excited for it, but uh, anti-Matt in the 407. I, I got to disagree with Matt because I'm fat as hell, and I float like a deuce in a punch bowl, you dig? All right. Nice simile. Mm-hmm. He dresses like one, too. Fantastic <laughs> use of uh, of the words. CJ in the 407. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? I'm real excited about the show tonight, dude. I heard you got your special guest as Amos and Andy. All right. See, now that's part of the problem. Although, if we get Tram Hudson in, maybe he has some more videos. Uh, training down there. I was commander of an infantry company, and we were practicing crossing a river. Uh, and, you know, in an infantry company, uh, 140 some odd soldiers, what have you. Large number were black. Uh, I grew up in Alabama. I understand, uh, or I know this from my own experience, that blacks are not the greatest swimmers or may not even know how to swim. But we were crossing this. We want to make sure. All right, let it's me just ask, inherently in a. Just that qualification. I grew up in Alabama, so don't get me wrong. And, and the greatest, you have to be racist. And the greatest thing about this is it wasn't a slip of the tongue. He was working towards that yeah. point for a while there. Well, it's a Republican room. you got to play to the room. Mm-hmm. You know, you always have to know Got your him, audience. Yeah, definitely know your audience. And he knew he was talking to you right there. I'm surprised they didn't get an ovation. Hey, let me ask you. Where does this come from, this idea that black folks can't swim? Honestly, just because I've never seen that many black people swim. I, and that's, that gives me validation in it. Do you think in a way it's even like this like subtle dig at slavery in the Middle Passage and Amistad? I really doubt it goes would, that deep. When they would throw you know, potential slaves overboard to lighten the cargo. Us whites don't go that deep into our jokes. We don't we don't reach that far. We just think it's funny. Just to throw out these uh general observations. I'm telling you, man. Alright, give me another stereotype. Not even about black folks. No, do one about black folks. No, I'd rather not. I think that's been enough for now. Although I do wonder where the whole thing comes from. Like, what is it that makes you say, uh, yeah, black folks can't swim? Because you, have you even heard, like, some of your racist uncles and say that black folks are afraid of water? You know what I mean? I, my, uh, my uncle used to uh, equate them to cats. And, like, what? <laughs> yeah, and say, like, you know, like, uh, keep a spray bottle around and you'll be able to make him jump back and everything. It is very... <laughs> Okay. I had a very racist family. Mix it with vinegar and we'll just lick ourselves. We won't like the taste. We won't hop up on the counter anymore. Is that you won't claw the couch. <laughs> Jesus. Lister Fiend in the 407. Uh, yeah, the the swimming thing is totally a dig at slavery because, like, when they couldn't feed them anymore in the boats, they would just throw them over. Yeah, see, that's what I remember. Uh, like in that movie, Amistad. I just said it, repeater. <laughs> I just said it. Is that Sealand calling in? Let's go to Laurel in the uh, 321. I'd almost rather not now. Go ahead, oh. Laurel. Go ahead, sweetie. Oh, or dude. I just had an observation. I, I just uh, turned on the radio, and I used to coach Special Olympics mm-hmm. running. Okay. And, and, Good for and, laughs. 
my only observation is is that they just I had to teach them how to do basic things first before I could teach them how to swim. They don't even know how to swim. All right, hold on. You realize you're talking about black people, not retarded people, or are they just oh, you bitch. Sorry. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> you. <laughs> Dubs, do you just want to say? Hope you drown your children. All right, hold on. I wish now I want to talk to her more about teaching retarded people to swim. Call back in, Laurel. By the way, hold on a second. <laughs> retarded people, their menstruation and sex ed, mm-hmm. those are the topics for the new two Hideout Uncensored videos yes. on hideoutheretics.net or on the MySpace comedy page, Hideout uh, Radio. Yes, uh, there, uh, there's a menstrual one, and then there's a one on sex education. Menstrual? You being yes. racist again? No. There's a minstrel uh, one on I there, listen, too, as well. I've got two of these, both of them from the boys at FullBlownAids.com. What's that? Uh, bipolar Steve says, can't swim because of the extra muscle in their leg. <laughs> Pinching the 440, extra bone in their left ankle, cause them to swim in circles. <laughs> now, I know, now look at you. You want to laugh. Man. Oh, I'm disgusted. <laughs> Shut up. Disgusted. Let's go to that- Pete real quick. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, it's totally racist because it's uh, when they couldn't feed them, they would just throw them overboard. Like, okay, you're repeating. You're repeating. You son of I said it already. Good point, though. And Brian in the 407. Yo, I know I know where it comes from. Where's that? It comes from back in the days of segregation when they had, you know, white pools. We couldn't go swim there, and then we were too poor to have pools of our own. So we never learned how to swim. Why swim? We never had a pool. We didn't go to their pool. It was a rich man's thing. And see, I could actually understand that in, like, ghettos and stuff mm-hmm. where I would assume property is so valuable. You know, having a having a neighborhood pool probably wasn't something you, you, you know, you normally grew up with. All right, we'll take a break, come back, play the audio for you one more time. 407-916-1041, It's a Republican <laughs> running for... Running for a Senate seat right here in Florida. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, we're back in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 on a Monday night. No, why don't you go ahead, so important. Why don't you talk? I just wanted to give out the phone numbers. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Call or die. Call or die. Call or die. All right, here's the audio real quick from Republican uh, Tram Hudson, and then we'll move on. I just want to play it for you one more time, those just now tuning in. I guess this is a guy running against Catherine Harris, or was. I'm not sure if the primary already happened or what, but, I, I mean, I thought it was Harris versus Nelson. Like, that was the Republican versus Democrat breakdown, but what do I know? Mm-hmm. Uh, training down there, I was the commander of an infantry company, and we were practicing crossing a river uh, in... You know, in an infantry company, uh, 140 some odd soldiers, what have you. Large number were black. Uh, I grew up in Alabama. I understand. Uh, I know this from my own experience that blacks are not the greatest swimmers, or may not even know how to swim. But we were crossing this. We want to make sure every soldier. Now, I know, Matt, that's one of the reasons you punched out of the reality show Treasure Hunters, just because they had the Brown family, which is three black brothers. Three very fat black brothers. And they had to try to swim, and it was just... (laughs) They had the smallest life vests on the face of the earth just wrapped around his neck. It looked like just a... One of those chokers for little women. Now, what's also odd, too, about that the Brown family, they mm-hmm. got knocked off on the Underground Railroad portion of the oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oops. 
Oops. Um, I, Jesus Christ. Now, uh, something about our phone screening that was going on back there during the break. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a guy named Harold on the line, and it said, in quotations, sounds black. It uh, says he's black, but doesn't sound it. Okay. Uh, C-Lane, what does that mean? He sounded redneck. Hold on. He sounded redneck. Like, try to do his All right, voice. Do, do a redneck voice. He's like, hey, man, uh, it's because of our middle parts is why we can't swim. And uh, I was like, are you black? No, do a black voice. Yeah, now do a black voice. Uh, Come on. Yo, man, it's because of our middle parts. Oh, you. Oh, God. <laughs> I almost called him the N word. <laughs> I don't know why. You almost called him the N word? Yeah. It's like you stu. Uh. Wow. Let's go to Dan in the 352. Go ahead, Dan. You there, Dan? Hey, guys. What's hey, up? Guys. Hey, How sorry. All right, buddy. Turn your mic off, hey, uh, ass. I'm sorry? No, Go ahead. you're just talking to the phone screener. Okay. Um, I was in the Marines. Uh, I was infantry also. I was a swim instructor. Uh, we taught plenty of people in the in the years that I was in there. Uh, we did have one uh, Marine swim instructor that was black. Uh, it is very rare. Um, I think it, it, it has a lot to do with their upbringing, uh, basically, when, when they're the young. Fathers. They, were, they, were, they, they probably weren't taught to swim when they were younger. And that's what a lot of people are saying, too, is that, you know, going back to what one of the other earlier callers said, is that you weren't really allowed at the pool, so, you know, it turns into one of those things, well, if I'm not, I'm not allowed, screw it, you know, whatever, I don't need to learn how to swim, white man. Cracker. Yeah, basi- basically, if, if, if all kids can learn to swim when they're younger, I, I teach oh, yeah. swimming now to smaller kids. All, all kids can grow up and, and know how to swim. So basically, it has nothing to do with race or anything like that. So. No, I'm with you. Thank you. appreciate it. 407-916-1041, Now, that is the funny thing, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because any kid can be taught anything. but And there's almost, too, like this thing that gets passed down along generations, too. Uh, you know, what's, why go swimming? What's the point of swimming? Because now it is true. Like it's the same thing in Latinos. Latinos and blacks often look at white folks, and we don't understand some of the stuff that you do. You know what I mean? Like, like snorkeling or <laughs> scuba diving, diving skydiving, bungee jumping, taxes, <clears throat> <laughs> child support. Yeah, it's totally useless. <laughs> they can get jobs. Let's go to Mrs. Bong Swat in the four hundred seven. Hey, sweetie. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, what's going on? Um, I don't, you know, I don't know much about, you know, black people, but I've heard that the Mexicans are some of the best swimmers. All right. You know, Mrs. Bong Swat. It's true. Now, uh, <laughs> Giant Brian asked me, uh, why are there no black Olympic swimmers then? <clears throat> why would there be? Well, black Olympic swimmers? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Why would there be? Yeah. You'd think there, there'd be one. We run. <laughs> No, but I mean it's true. It's like a lot I mean, of yeah, you, guys, you guys dominate all sports. See the thing about dominate swimming, that one. The thing about swimming, you have to have a long torso, short legs. <laughs> we have short torso, long legs. What are you talking about? It's a fact. Look at us. We're all leg. <laughs> you seen a, a a meningitis? What the hell? Those uh, herdsmen call over in Africa? I don't know. Mahajis. <laughs> we all leg. The ones that jump. Holiday. Those people. <laughs> I have, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. you never seen Lion King, then. Although I did see something about uh, black inner-city kids taking over polo up in uh, Philadelphia. 
Like that's the new thing, and they're getting really good at it. And so a lot I of the, a lot a lot of like the polo like other the white teams are pissed. I they call them names and be like, all right already. Why do you got to come play polo? No more do rags. Stop it. Jimmy the Greek in the four hundred seven. Uh, the reason they don't swim is because the bigger nasal passages okay. catch all the water. It's our spongy hair that holds us back. <laughs> now, what is this? You guys know better than this Trom Hudson or whatever his name is. Tram. What kind of name is that? Let's go to Pedro on the 407. Oh, God. Pedro. Hey, What's up, bro? What's up, brother? Listen, uh, there was an Olympic black swimmer from Angola that shares the same exact name as I do. Really? Yeah, check it no, on Wikipedia. There's just no uh, American ones. All right. Well, maybe that's what it is. And house arrested in the 407. Uh, hey, guys. How's it going? Today? What's up, bro? What's up? Hey, the reason that uh, the saying is that black people can't swim is because gorillas basically cannot. All right. Well, that no. took a way bad yeah. turn there. See, you have to lead up to that. You just can't start off with gorilla. Exactly. Uh, uh, all right. One more time going out. All right. Here's who uh, we have our choice for state senator if you vote Republican. <laughs> it's this guy or Catherine Harris? Uh, training down there. I was the commander of an infantry company, and we were practicing crossing a river. Uh, and, you know, in an infantry company, uh, 140 some odd soldiers, what have you, large number were black. Uh, I grew up in Alabama. I understand. Uh, I know this from my own experience that blacks are not the greatest swimmers or may not even know how to swim. But we were crossing this. We want to make sure every soldier... Right, it gets you guys every time you hear it. No, there's a, there's a call up here. No, then don't go to it, then. then just, it's not even worth it. It's just not even worth it. Especially if it's from Joe or Anti-Matt. Nope. Um... So anyway, and by the way, if this guy ever does get elected and he has the nerve to go attack indecency on the radio or anything like that, I'd just like for this to constantly be brought up. Mm-hmm. We've contacted his people to see yeah. if he wants to come on and uh, There's a big no on that one. explain. Well, not yet. <laughs> I guarantee it's a no. Sure, I'd love to come into the hideout and explain what we grew up with in Alabama. And what are he may have been the bricks they have. He may have actually been three of the calls we've had in the last thirty <laughs> minutes. It's the Hideout Row Radio one hundred four point one. All right, it's the Hideout Row Radio one hundred four point one. FA and Dubs with you on a Monday night. A lot still to get to this evening. Want to point you to realradio.fm to watch real TV. Check it out. People love it. There's a chat room. You can watch the show just like it's television. Live, uh, in sync, everything, great resolution, the whole bit. Also, to uh, hideoutheretics.net, footballandage.com. Plenty of prizes to give out tonight, including a $50 gift certificate to the U Spy Store, where you become the spy. They sell hidden cameras, security cameras, uh, with more, uh, with uh, two more locations in Orlando. Information is at 407-239-4779 or uspystore.com. Also, too, Damon Wayne's The Last Stand on DVD, Outrageous and Uncensored. Damon Wayne's hilarious stand-up comedy special on HBO. Damon Wayne's Last Stand on DVD, now available. We got that for you as well. It's part of the prizes on this Monday night. More of your phone calls next. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Alright, Dubsy, we're on a Monday night. So much stuff to do. 407-916-1041 to hide out. 
Real Radio 104.1. All right, so we talked about the uh, Tram Hudson guy. Of course, we have K-Fed at the Teen Choice Awards that we must go through. Yes. No! No! Did you hear about the guy born with two penises? No. Both fully functional? Really? Yeah. Um, that'll lead Lucky. into a little bit of... Hot talk. And uh, there's a lot more going on. I mean, there's just so much. we got some special guests dropping by. Oh, the uh, fourth annual Stupidity Awards at stupidityawards.com. Uh, one of their quote-unquote spokesmorons will be joining us in the hideout Ooh. Uh, coming up. And, I like uh, the little play on words. I, why not? Why not have a gimmick? All right, J-Dubs, if you go to realradio.fm and real TV, you can see Wild Bill from Sales. <laughs> Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch, of a bitch that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. Yes, this guy actually is a salesperson for the hideout. All right, he's even amped it up a little bit more. I'm already looking at him on My the, mic on will re- not stay still, gentlemen. On real TV, <laughs> on realradio.fm. Uh... <laughs> Wild Bill, how's it going, buddy? Great. You wanted to come in here and make a big announcement. What's the announcement? It's very big. Okay. Do you need some sort of, like, big music? Like or a drum roll. Some Soundgarden would be good. I like that Soundgarden stuff. Eh, I'll give you a drum roll. What is it? <laughs> come on. There was no up. symbol, but that's all right. This microphone is not staying still. I don't know if anybody can see that. Do you see that? Yeah, I'm I can not see hallucinating. It. All right. There we go. It's fast. It's in your face. It's the first time ever. We're hoping it's well no, there's no hoping about it. It's the first annual <laughs> It's the first annual There's the black hole sun for you. You like that? You digging it? That's great. Mm-hmm. By the way, this camera's awesome. This is more like a television studio now, you know that. I, he, here's the thing. He can't, I swear to God. He can't stop holding the mic. He's so weird looking. you got to go to real TV and see what this guy looks like. This guy's real. You know, hold on really quick. Let me tell you a story real fast. We were working out something with our buddy Garrett, one of the heretics who's in the uh, local band Irrational. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, I was trying to get something going wild, Bill. But he was like, I think he was just calling me running a bit because he was he was just being wild bill and i'm no, like that's him I'm there's no bit on the air about this guy this guy is completely who he is on the air he's a sales guy on the third floor that's not true i do not like sales people how many times do i have to tell you dude stop looking at me seriously <laughs> all right so go ahead wild bill what's your big announcement okay I do like the uh, Soundgarden song. That's great. Um, no, first of all, this microphone keeps moving. <laughs> That's all right. That's fine. All right, all right. No! All right, come on. <laughs> 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 Gotta go to I'm ready. I can't even talk. Uh, if you go, if you now go, Jack, one, two. if you s- switch camera angles really quickly, and look at Dubs literally rubbing his, <laughs> rubbing his temples because he hurts so much. Oh. No, he's just showing off. I am not. You. I'm beginning to hate turn you, your, well, Bill. Turn your headphones off. I love him. Turn them down. No, Will here's do. the deal, okay? Take three. I think I can do it this time, guys. Right. I have... You know. <laughs> no! <laughs> Holy crap. 
All right, come on, Wild Bill. Give it to us. All right, what do you got? It's the real race. It's real fast. And it is the 26th of August, which is this next Saturday. Here's my announcement. Hi, <laughs> what's the announcement? Wild I Wilson? drive. <laughs> I get to drive. <laughs> All right, the real race, and you're driving. Drive, I swear to God. All right, so what is the real race? I drive a race car as long as I can stay awake. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to pass out. <laughs> I don't want to pass out. I swear to God, this microphone is making me crazy. You're making me crazy, Wild Bill. You're totally driving me insane right now. Anyway, <laughs> it's going to be big. Every show on Real Radio 104.1. FM is racing each other. First time it's ever happened in the history of Hold radio. On. Here's it. Here's he already one lap ahead of all of us. <laughs> the hell is that? So we're gonna be racing, huh? You betcha. You betcha. I know you feel the same way. Oh, I, I did not. I can't believe Dale's gone. I can't believe the voices I hear. I can only look back and I'm not kidding. This isn't a bit. I hope you end up in the wall like Earnhardt. Oh, Just give him that thumbs up before you take that last I breath. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. I cried and I cried and that wild bell died. It was the only crazy son of a bitch who could barely sound. Hey, that's it. I'm coming across the table. I'm coming across the table. I'm coming across the table. All right, hold on. Jason, right. Jason of the 407. What's up, Jason? Hey, guys, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but um, Wild Bill reminds me of Ted Nugent. Deadly Tedley? I can see the Tedley a little bit. Stop looking at me, dude. Stop. I'm coming across the table. Oh, you're looking at me weird, man. Dude. I'm not, I'm not one of the cleaning. People. Turn around. You take your headphones off. Give me full power. Give <laughs> what me full power. What does that mean? Power. No. It means whatever I want it to mean. When I stand up on the podium, I want to speak. I want to tell you right now that uh, this Wild Bill. real race is mine. It's all mine. I sold it. I came up with it. I invented it. I had it up. <laughs> all right. Now, let me ask you, Wild Bill. <laughs> Right. What? Go ahead. All right, you got to fire go, away. You got to go to real TV and real radio right. that to see this. All right. So, in your best ability in 30 seconds or less, tell me what the real race is. <laughs> Doctor Copperfield in 321. Man, this guy is boring me to death. I mean, I want to drive into a wall. <laughs> Doctor, what? Copperfield. I don't believe it. Stop looking at All me, right, dude. 30 seconds. 30 seconds starting okay. now. 104-lap race. The first what? annual real race. That's right. It's 104 laps. Anyway, it's all the shows on real radio competing against each other for bragging rights. But the big announcement is I get to drive, too. They actually are entrusting me with the race car. Whoa. Anyway, here's the deal. No, I'm racing for the third floor. <laughs> I'm racing for the third floor. 
Uh, I'm racing for the third floor. I know. Uh, he said it three times. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Wait, uh, dude. He's gonna, holy hell. So wait, uh, uh, is anyone from here in that race? Yeah. yeah. Crazy death race. Uh, who's yes. in the race? Who? Who? who El Jefe and J Dubs. What? Nice. You betcha. No, oh, I yeah. thought it was Jefe and Chunks. What? No, 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 no. You don't want to race? No way. Not with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't want to race with you. That's either. not true. If you rethink it, I think you'll see very clearly. No, I don't want to die. <laughs> What are you talking about? I, do you really want to race against this nut hefe? I'd, I'd rather not be on the same um, track as him. There's only one of me. There's only one of me. All right, Wild Bill. Wild oh. Bill's father in the 321. Why do you do this to us, Bill? Why? <laughs> Why do you're you, a disgrace. You embarrass the family. <laughs> a disgrace. I, I know who you are. I yeah, know where you ahead. live. We have caller identification. Hey, Wild Bill, what floor are you racing for? Three. <laughs> I almost said four, didn't I? Uh, three. Floor three. All right. The sales team. All right, so this is going on when, Wild Bill? August 26th. Gates open at 530. The racing excitement begins at 7. All right, so this Amen. is the 20th. And where are we going to do it? Orlando Speed World and Bithlow. All right, very good. It's going to be like Twisted Metal. <sighs> Wild Bill for sales. <laughs> no, it's not going to be. Whirling Dervish. What do you got, Whirling Dervish? <laughs> they used to throw Wild Bill over the boat, like, because they couldn't feel it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> nice Stop looking at me. Did what am say? I doing? Stop it. All right, I got it. I got it. I'm enough. Enough. <laughs> freaking me out, man. Why does he keep staring at me? All right, Wild Bill. <laughs> Why? We'll see the 26th at uh, where? <laughs> Orlando Speed World, Bithlow, August 26th, 7 o'clock. Gates open at 5.30, get there early. Please, God, you're not making the promo for this, are you? <laughs> it's going to be a big party, I swear to God. And yes, to whoever asked that, who asked that question? All right, hold on. God. Useless Legs just said, listening to Wild Bill, I know somewhere a baby just aborted itself. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Back of the hideout. Wrap it up hour one on a Monday night. Swell Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888 And Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I got to talk about snakes on a plane. I saw it. And I want to give you my review. It's fantastic. But there's much more. I've actually analyzed it, and I think it's a lot deeper. All right, deeper. Uh, Wild Bill from Sells Now mm-hmm. walking up and down the silent proof booth. <sighs> I love him. I I was going to lose my mind there. I was ready to tear my eyes out. I love him. I had the worst headache. Was it him or is it something else? It was him because now I'm fine. He's great. Dude, that real TV on realradio.fm, mm-hmm. I, I know people saw it and actually Nameless has captured the video to put it up on hideoutheretics.net. It's going to be a hit, dude. It's going to be a hit. Coming up to people from the stupidityawards.com. Uh, a lot more audio to get to. Apparently tomorrow's doomsday. We'll tell you about that. Just really quickly, since Wild Bill from Sales is in here, did you see that American salespeople are seen, uh, were found the most ethically challenged? Really? 
they found they found that in the study, um, exaggeration rate of Americans was 57 percent. Like for sales guys, they exaggerated, I guess, 57 percent of the so, time. So they're scammers. Exactly. And they say the big reason they're ethically challenged is because of the pursuit of money in life was their main goal. Now, let me say something, and this relates to Wild Bill. I don't think that Wild Bill is ethically challenged because I don't think money is his motivator. No, not it's at all. airtime. Yeah. He, and I don't, I don't mind that. It's FaceTime, it's airtime. Let's go to CJ in the 407. What's up, CJ? Yeah, I got a message for Showboat Bill. I used to want to party with the dude, but you know what? If I ended up hanging out with him, I'd end up knocking him out. All you right. know, you guys gave him a good shot, and he blew it. All right. <laughs> Everybody's pissed at him now. I don't know why. Dude, I thought that was probably his best appearance yet. I guess if it drives me crazy, it should, uh, it should be his grace appearance. I guess... I mean, just by the mere fact that you wanted to claw your ears mm. and eyes out, to me, it's great radio. Yeah. Now, uh, America being the best salespeople or the most... Uh, Ethically challenged. Ethic- I thought it, I would- does that go back to uh, the first American people who were selling? They sold stuff that couldn't swim? No? Hmm. Not a good callback? Hmm. Kind of- I'd Black just people. say more offensive than <laughs> yeah, anything that wasn't, else. wasn't so much funny, just the fact that oh. you're racist. Okay. All right, Dubs, really quickly. Um, <laughs> good one, Matt. Tear that piece of paper up. Uh, kill me. <laughs> they also offered a, a few tips on how to spot a con artist. Mm-hmm. I guess con artists compulsively drop names, if you've ever noticed that. Yeah. Um, claims total expertise in an unrealistic number of fields. Sounds like a hideout. Seems, oh please, like we act like we know anything. Uh, seems unmoved by threats of being exposed. Explains being caught in a lie as harmless misunderstanding. And overuses trust-building words such as integrity, openness, and principles. So that's how you can avoid a con artist, J-Dubs. I didn't know if you uh, knew anything about that. I've, I've encountered plenty of them in my day. And what? Well, I mean, I, the odd thing is, uh, working like uh, like right next to the freeway at the uh, gas station I work, used to work at, we used to have them come in all the time and try to sell us stuff and everything. And like, uh, there was you you had to look out for a certain different amount of uh, of uh, con artists. One was the guy who was always trying to sell speakers that fell out of the back of his uh, car. The other one was uh, uh, a guy trying to sell cologne. Name brand cologne, and it ends up being, you know, really rip-off cologne. And then the other one is, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, uh, people who try to confuse you with uh, given change. Have you ever heard of this? This ha- uh, this actually happened to me once as a kid mm-hmm. at Toys R Us. It was one of those things, I was a kid and I was paying for something for the first time, and I wasn't looking up, I was just throwing down the money. And the guy was like, oh no, you didn't give me enough. And my dad sat there, watched the guy try to pull this over on me, and nearly beat the guy up. I mean, almost started a fight over, hey, you didn't give me enough money. Yeah. Like, the guy trying to scam, you know, scam 11, a kid. A, yeah. 11, 12-year-old child, you know, pulling money out of his piggy bank. The way they used to do it, when I worked, uh, they would uh, give me a 20, and then they'd say, hey, can I get change for that? And then they'll, they'll you know, hand you another 20, hand you uh, some uh, singles and fives for this. And anytime this starts happening, they'll always tell you, close the register, say, I can't. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Because we got taken by, uh, there was some jackass working the register, and we got taken for like 50 bucks on someone just changing out stuff, and he lost track of $50. How? I don't know how you lose track of $50 on, you, cha- on change exchange. If you start out with a 20. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. I want to talk about this guy born with two penises, but I guess we'll save it for later. Straight man works the camera on gay porn, now sues for it being shown. We're trying to get them in for a little mm-hmm. bit that we got planned, too. So there's a lot going on. Oh, did you hear about this? Is Doomsday tomorrow. Really quickly. I guess August 22nd is a really, really big day in the Islamic calendar. And websites have been full of speculation that it could be the target day for terrorists in commemoration for the 12th Imam, uh, which is supposedly a day of reckoning for the Shiites. So they say that the 22nd of August is a holy day on the Islamic calendar, and it very well could be. Um, Are they expecting a big breakout of uh, action tomorrow? Well, apparently the Iranian president says this is actually a pretty big deal. Like, this day is a big day to him, too. Mm-hmm. So they're worried that, like, Israel may get it tomorrow. Like, even more hardcore than, I guess, in the war that, they, you know, that they've had with Hezbollah. I never understand like uh, going after people on certain days. You'd think you uh, that people would be expecting it right now. You know, why not wait for a day that they completely wouldn't imagine? You know, like our Independence Day, Fourth of July. It has nothing to do with them, but they decide, all right, this day we're going to just go crazy on them. So anyway, I guess there's a website called jihadwatch.org. <laughs> And uh, apparently the Iranian president has been just dropping hints around the 22nd. I don't know why. He just keeps bringing it up. So, uh, you know, he knows what it means, but we'll see if anything goes down tomorrow. Dubs, we'll take a break. Come back. The Stupidity Awards, um, stupidityawards.com. I guess for the fourth year now, these guys have been doing um, uh, some sort of a big, uh, like, award thing online, voting for some of the dumb... Stupidest people or stupidest actions of the year. You want me to give you a quick example of what the sure. nominees are? Now right, here's a quick example. Uh, stupidest man of the year. All right. Okay. There's Donald Thompson, district judge, the Oklahoma penis pump judge, who operated his penis pump underneath uh, his robe at the last three trials while his court was in session. I do remember that. Two of which were murder trials, and I believe he was convicted on four counts of felony indecent exposure. He's going to jail for six months. So he's up for stupidest man of the year. Michael Brown, of course, the former director of FEMA. Kim Jong-il, North Korean dictator. Um, the president of Iran, Mahan Amamjad. <laughs> and then uh, Dick Cheney, vice president of the United States. Now you look at this list, it's not bad. I think they left off two big players, though. Who's that? I'll explain it next. I'll tell you who. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104. Hi, right, welcome back to the Hideout Hour 2. It's Real Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs with you on a Monday night. <clears throat> uh, RealRadio.fm to see real TV. Hideoutheretics.net and uh, FullblownAids.com to uh, discuss everything on the show. 407-916-1041, and Star1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, something I saw on, uh, I guess it was Fark.com today. Mm-hmm. The fourth annual Stupidity Awards. Uh, stupidityawards.com is where you can go to fate for your, uh, vote for your favorite dumbasses. 
Joining us in the hideout, I guess they have a special name. It's Spokes Moron. Ooh, catchy. Uh, Albert Nuremberg. Albert, Albert. what's going on, buddy? Hey, how you doing? All right, fantastic. How are you, my friend? I'm very good, thank you. All right, so the nominees have been announced. You got the various categories. Um, Tell me about some of the past winners in the uh, in some of the categories. Well, uh, every year there's sort of some top contenders, as you would kind of expect. Uh, Paris Hilton has always done well, Britney Spears, uh, the President of the United States. These are the sort of people to beat um, in the awards. Uh, and some of those people are back in this year. So it's, it's, it's going to be uh, the competition is going to be very serious. I noticed for Stupidest Man of the Year, you had some really strong names. No Mel Gibson, no K-Fed. How do you leave yeah. those two out? They, they, kind of, some of that stuff came in late. Yeah, the Mel Gibson thing just was like what two weeks ago. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, but but uh, I know he should be in there. I, I, that's a weakness. But let me tell you about some of the other people. Donald Th- Thompson, the the uh, penis pump judge, as he's, as he's known. This is a guy who, uh, while he was presiding over murder cases, um, actually operated a huge, uh, in, you know, inflated penis pump under mm-hmm. his ropes. Um, during that entire time, and sometimes the people who were uh, testifying were crying because it, you know one of the deaths was a small child. Well, whatever gets you going. Yeah, uh, for our uh, for our writer Matt Albert, six five five hundred pound black guy, that is his thing right now. His fetish is for chicks to be crying, and the tears get you going, don't they? Only if I cause them. Yeah, he uh, he had this girl on the phone before, and he made her cry, and uh, then when, he started making her feel better. And, and then, then he, he needed her to cry again, so he started insulting her again, well, so he could get it going. Yeah, he just lost his excitement, if you would, when she sent out an LOL. So he had to say something mean about her again to go. To go. So that's does, he, does he use a, a penis pump while he's on the radio? Uh, probably not, although I don't no. know. Um, all right, now let's move over. This is actually a pretty fun category I see you got here. Uh, dumbest moment of the year. Run through those. Yeah, well, Dumbest Moment is one of the most important awards because we all know that there's pivotal moments in life where everything changes. Now, one of the best ones, of course, was um, Zidane, the uh, French soccer player, head-butted Marco Materazzi Mm -hmm. in the World Cup final. This is truly a a dumb moment because at that point, the French had tremendous momentum. They could have won the World Cup. And in a single act, like a true moment, he changed and ruined everything. Now, you also have in the category uh dick cheney shoots friend in face yes that's of course a very famous dumb moment and a tremendous stupidity created there. britney spears speeds with her baby's head close to the steering wheel yeah well this is important because people didn't really always understand why you shouldn't drive with a baby but she really you know demonstrated how to drive in the stupidest possible way put the baby's head next to the steering wheel all you need is a small accident and you crush your baby's head um all right now let me ask you so what do you do with this like once you get people go to stupidityawards.com and vote then from there do you send like a little plaque or something to the winners or no well, we invite them. Uh, in the past, uh, there's been an award show uh, at the Just for Last Festival in Montreal, which is the, actually the biggest comedy festival in the world. Chris Black from The Daily Show hosted it last year. Uh, and this year, we haven't actually figured out exactly what we're going to do. We always figure it out in the last minute. So, But next year is going to be the really big year back at Just for Last. But, um, so we, we do provide people with the Golden Dunce. It's a beautiful award, and everyone would probably want to have one on their mantle. I know. Now, does anybody actually care or get pissed about this, or are they pretty cool with it? 
Oh, yeah. Well, we had an issue last year because the uh, president of the Ukraine uh, was nominated, and it was front-page news there. And there there was, you know, we sort of got some threats. But uh, generally we find that people did pretty well because it's lighthearted. If I was Mel Gibson, I would be honored because, you know, Mel Gibson knows what he did is stupid, so it's an opportunity to kind of say, yeah, I know it was stupid. So that, that's kind of how we try to try to work it. And we, we don't say, hey, really smart, these people are really stupid. We say, hey, everybody's stupid sometimes. Just some people need to have it pointed out. All right, now let me. Now here's my favorite category, Dubs. We're talking to uh, StupidityAwards.com. Albert Nuremberg in here. Here's my favorite category: media outlet which is further, uh, which has best furthered ignorance. The Danish newspaper that ran the Muslim cartoons. Yeah. Uh, Fox News, which I always agree should be right up there. Rush Limbaugh agreed uh, should be up there. Then you have the name radio format. Jack yes. FM, Bob um, FM, Tom FM. Uh, that's very, very good. But then you have the Colbert Report. Why the Colbert Report? Well, that's because that guy, you know, he, he he's so crazy. He's always saying these, like, insane right-wing things. You know, the guy really seems like he's worse than O'Reilly. You're kidding. You're actually falling for it? No. Okay, no, no. thank right. you. I, I thank was you. Say, what the hell's That's going on? It's kind of a joke. We, All right. Actual retard. Uh, I just wanted to make sure. Because <laughs> I, I see that almost as a media play, because then you see Colbert put you on notice or something, and uh, yeah. who knows, maybe a little more attention. All right, well, yeah. the Stupidity Awards, uh, the nominees for 2006 have been announced. Stupidityawards.com. I just wanted to bring you in and see what you do with this and where you go from here. Yeah, you. The important thing here is that your listeners can really affect the outcome. You know that that there's some people you'll probably agree should be there. There's people you will probably disagree. But the idea is that the world decides really who is the you know the stupidest in the world, and that is quite an honor, I think, if you if you're named like stupidest person in the world. All right, thank you. Appreciate for coming in the hideout, uh, Albert. Thank you, buddy. I just wonder why Mel Gibson and K. Fed left off. Yeah, I couldn't handle his Canadian accent. Did you pick up on it? Did it remind you a little too much of being back in Michigan? Yeah. Like we were talking to your dad, mm-hmm. and then oh. just waiting for him to drop the end bomb. When we were back in uh, in uh, Michigan for the uh, the wedding we went to, that drove me nuts. And I, I'm usually I don't pick up on the Canadian Michigan accents, but I can't handle them anymore. But you don't hear your own. I have one still. Yeah, you still got a. Uh, it's it's very noticeable, isn't it, Matt? Yeah. I don't I don't listen to him anymore. I mm. really stopped paying attention about three months ago. Uh, between the uh, thicker tongue mm. and the... the uh, slobbery mouth? Yeah. And the balding hair. And mm. the Canadian accent, and I think you definitely care. Now, did you see K-Fed last night on the Teen Choice Awards? No, I didn't. I'm not going to lie to you. I purposely tuned in. I fell for it. I had to, I had to see what do? the hype was about. How do you do? I punched out after about 45 seconds, <laughs> and 30 of that was Britney talking. So I'm sitting there, and he starts out with this whole thing of him at the piano, mm-hmm. and then he's got a couple of uh, fellow dirt stashes up there pretending to rap, and I'm like, that doesn't look like K-Fed. So they're like, I don't know if he was live. I don't know if he was... I heard he was live. All right. Well, do you want to listen? Sure. All right, this is K-Fed last night on the Teen Choice Awards. Do we also have Brittany on here, too? Yeah, she does the intro. All right. has been very good to me and my career over the years. So I'm hoping that it will be... 
Now, did you see Britney at all? Did you? No, get a I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see any of this. Hideous. It really is sad. Really? Is I mean, she fully pregnant right now? Or is it just uh, fully disgusting? Pre- fully pregnant, like. Like I'm not even saying like she's got like 25 year old mom mm-hmm. boobs. It's 42 year old mom boobs yeah. at this point, where they're almost like spread out a little bit, mm-hmm. where you could fit like maybe a football in between. It's really she's falling off that much. that it will be as good to our next performer. He chose the show to make the world premiere performance of his new single, Loose Control. Please give a warm welcome to my man, Kevin Federline. I hope her room loses control into a toilet. <laughs> Drops that thing. Alright, now he also pulled this thing too of having the black DJ mm-hmm. who... Is doing the majority of like, the hyping. Yeah, the, the the hype. I guess it, I was gonna say yelling. Yeah. But I guess the hype in the background is a good way of putting it. The front all the way to the back. Put your hands up. Make some noise, y'all. Come on. Did he have to get beeped at the Teen Choice Awards? All right, now here's the controversy, because he's so awful, and Dirt Stash mm-hmm. doesn't enunciate very well. He I says, you're chick, but it was too much that I didn't want to chance anything. Okay. I just reversed it just to be safe. Yeah, he's like us. He doesn't speak properly, mm-hmm. so there's... By, like, sometimes <laughs> when you try to say slip, mm-hmm. and it comes out something different, I think it was along those lines. God. <laughs> and you just hear the kids going crazy. Yeah. I guarantee he's going to sell a lot just because of this appearance. Those kids are going nuts. I'll make a bet. I bet he doesn't sell over one million records. I think he'll go gold. What's gold? 100,000? I think so. It's platinum a million? Yeah. He won't go platinum. No. There's no way. Yeah! One time, bring the beat back! Let me take you back to 5 o'clock. Yeah! And I go the Lamborghini off the block. Yeah! What does that mean? What's going on? Everything has to rhyme, you know? You can't just, you know, kind of... And it's, it, it's such white boy rap. It's a not, horrible rhyme. He's not creating anything new. Mm-mm. You know, you're not going to say that he's, uh... Changing the face of the hip hop industry. I don't know. Let's analyze it for a second. Uh, One time, bring the beat back. Let me take you back to five o'clock. Yeah. I go the Lamborghini off the block, yeah. but not before I make them chop the top uh-huh. and throw some twenty shoes you know on that side. Yeah, low four bites to eat. Uh huh. No. Right, it's done. embarrassing. I got to tap. I'm done. He's no third base. I got to go through all. <laughs> You've been sitting on that one for three weeks, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Makes you long for snow and informer. Yes. I would love Informer right now. Uh. He's off beat. He, he's like, he's not even staying with it. This reminds me of when you're in the back of the bus of, of football. Yeah. And all the brothers are in the back and they're doing the beat downs. And, and then the white guy has to jump in and, and try it out. Yeah, they're flowing. And, oh. and then they point to the offensive guard. Yeah. And he's like, Uh-huh. No tuxedo because they recognize me. Her lifestyle, a rich living in basketball. Don't hate because I'm a superstar. 
you're not a superstar if you can't keep up with the beat that you mm-hmm. actually... Well, I mean, right now he is. In front of all those people going crazy for him? I'll tell you who the star is. The black guy. The black guy is holding Always. this team together. When the man is a superstar, never come between us no matter who you are. Come on. Get it, get it, get it, All right, let me tell you who it's not. That little part reminded me of something. What? Chunks, get in here. Where's the Dick Clark audio? <laughs> this reminds me of when Dick Clark was trying to do the countdown. Why? Just listen to it for two seconds. All right. It's like he he didn't remember his own lyrics, mm-hmm. and so he's able only able to mumble a third of them. Like Dick Clark was only able to mumble a third of the uh, the countdown, the numbers in the countdown from fifteen. Can't do anymore. There's two minutes left. No, you got to. You got to go through all of it. Why? We've already committed. I think you pretty much get the mm-hmm. gist. To the bridge. Come on. Garage full of Vegas crap table. Got the hip hop kids. They ain't never seen a kid win like this. So good. Keep the dice on my wrist. Check my girl through with no coincidence at the SRT. Got all black kids. I, and essentially, too, you hear him rapping, not about his money, but about Britney's. Oh, yeah, none, none of that's his. He's tried so many failing businesses with her money. He tried that clothing line that just didn't work out for him. But now he's got Federation. His, <laughs> Federation. Uh, his, uh, his record label. All right, here's some more of it. Five yeah, o'clock. You do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment, and we're coming up on... Play him underneath. Thirty seconds. There it goes. They're waiting in anticipation. Oh, what a legend! There we go now. Look at her. Oh, all right. There it goes. Down as we go. Fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, twelve, nine, eight, seven, six. That was this year? Yeah. This wow. is uh, this past year. I feel like we've had this tape for decades now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've played it enough for that. Gold, it, just, it goes with everything. Gold record, by the way, 500,000 copies. For those of you keeping ah, track at home. I say, I say he sells 500,000. I don't think he hits gold, dude. Now, how does, uh, how does this compare to the other white rappers out there? Is it uh, higher or lower than the Vanilla Ice? When Vanilla, you got rock. I, let me tell you about this about Vanilla Ice. Innovator. <laughs> Compared to him, yeah. He started this new thing called sampling, and he was able to take it to a whole nother level. So, you got to admit, dude, you had Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. I actually think the White Boy song was better than uh, Ice Ice Baby. Do that funky dance, White Boy, you remember that one? No. Oh, that funky music. Cool. Yeah, yeah, whatever. What was the Turtle song Vanilla Ice did? I think it was just called Turtle Song. <laughs> Uh, Hammer did the Turtle Power one. No, he did Adam's Family. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a 20-minute video, and I hated that song. So, uh, no, this is the one that did uh, T-U-R-T-L-E Power. I'm yeah, almost, right. yeah, we got to find right. that one now. Oh, God. All right, hold on a second. All right, so we already went through 
Alright, who was better? Marky Mark or uh, Vanilla Ice? Marky Mark. Are you sure? Yes. You really want to stand by that? <laughs> Without a doubt. Alright, was third base the greatest then? Brian Austin Green? Greatest group. Greatest white group, third base was. Uh, our people are saying it's called, it was called Ninja Rap. Yeah! That was the name of it. Oh, please play that. All right, we got to see if we have Ninja Rap. All right, let me get back to some K-Fed, because I, I feel now that we have to finish it. Never went to Denver, but I rock the Nuggets. God. <laughs> Say it, Matt. Do it. Say what? What you stopped yourself from saying. No. I don't want to say the N-word. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because he is one. It would be, what the hell? It would at least be W, right? No. Which, by the way, I hate that word even more. Or just as much, but still. Right, can I tap, please? Can we be done? Mm-mm. I'm just a pop tag. I'm Only a white guy raps about his tax bracket. I'm in a whole new tax bracket. Or a guy named Saul. <laughs> yeah. Me and my homeboy Peter. Come on, Trevor. Alright, now let me say this too. This is the reason I hate Jay-Z. Why? Because to me, Jay-Z started all this bling rap. And now that's essentially what K-Fed's doing again. But that's why rap has been ruined. Because of Jay-Z with the rapping about how much I got and who I am. Just my going down his receipt? Yeah, my tax bracket. I honestly think that Jay-Z could just uh, print out one of his receipts to uh, one of his shopping... I'm sure it's been done. Yeah. Let's go. All right, Useless Leg says that uh, K-Fed's so bad he threw up a little in someone else's mouth. <laughs> it's that bad. Bipolar Steve. What's up, Barb? You hey, there? What's up? What you got? Yo. Uh, I was just watching the Real, Real, Real Radio TV. Who's that guy with the awful haircut? <laughs> Thank you, Hummingbird. It's <laughs> <laughs> a friend of ours just hanging out. Um... I saw. We, yeah, we got real TV in here. You know how many IMs I'm feeling about that. Really? Mm. Bubba Lamb in the 386. Yeah, that was at the uh, Teen Choice Awards, right? Yeah. I taste that thing. Yeah, I think he should be hit with pedophilia charges for committing ear rape on thousands of children at, at that show. At the very least. And somehow we're guilty, too, by replaying it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it's like, I don't know, a lot of people feel it's their duty to just say, hey... Like, you almost want to make sure this cat doesn't get over. So you just got to keep pointing it out. Look how awful he is. You have to understand how awful he is. Put your hands in the air and wave it from side to side. No, come on. Is it waving like you just don't care? Yeah, it should be like you just don't care. Come on, come on. The black guy is even thrown off by K-Fed.
Don't forget the plug for Federation Records. Of course. We're almost at the end. Federation Records 2006, baby! I'm sure, I'm sure K-Fed went to the black guy and said, listen, we're going to change it up. Instead of like you just don't care, we're going to wave them from side to side. Yeah, Start whole, something new. That whole thing's been played out. So here's what we're going to do, mix it up a little bit. Dubs, I actually timed the uh, standing ovation. 21 seconds. Really? What's this? Should be Matt's song. The turtle one? The turtle ninja power? Ninja so. rap. There's a hammer one too. I think I might have that one too. Alright. The video to this is disturbing. Alright, let me take it back. Uh, vanilla Ice not better than K Fed. I just happened to forget. I don't know. He's flowing about Leonardo. I just happened to forget where it was. Alright, let's take a break. Come back. Crane. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. On the high cell, they're the heroes for anything and then you can ask for more. The crime wave is high with muggings mysterious. All police and detectives are furious because they can't find the source of this lethally evil force. This is serious, so give me a quarter. This is the one I was talking about. April O'Neil. Who's doing this? This is Hammer. Is it really? Yeah. Is this Hard Hammer? I don't think, he's, like it. I don't think he was at that too legit place yet. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. This is more of the Prey days. Right. I think it was right in between. Uh, all right, now you listen to the song. It's actually not so bad. Flows. Any song you spell or count usually ends up being a mm-hmm. hit. Dubs, we pride ourselves on having radio friends. We mm-hmm. don't ever like to start any uh, trash or anything. We like to be uh, friendly with everybody. Doesn't always work out. No, actually, no, it doesn't, to be honest with you. Usually we get run over, mm-hmm. uh, and it goes horribly wrong. But, of course, we used to work up in Washington, D.C. with uh, our buddies Ron and Fez, now hard on XM202. And when you and I made a little trip up there for you to get your Bucko Bruce tattoo, Yep. which, by the way, I don't know if it's up yet. The Heretics got jealous of Real TV on RealRadio.fm, mm-hmm. so they put up Heretic TV, and they've got their own thing going on. And one of them is like a first little like um, movie, and apparently in the logo in the hideout, there's one certain part where if you flip it over, it looks exactly like Bucko Bruce. Oh, really? And they've got it where it's like your ass going into the logo. I don't know. It's actually kind of cool. Uh, demand put it together on the boards on her- hideoutheretics.net. But nonetheless, we went. Song up- has a lot less zits in my ass. We uh, we went we went up to uh, to XM mm-hmm. uh, back in November, and really the highlight of the trip, other than going into the studios up there, was when you and I conned that that. Remember the businessman who bought us a whole bunch of drinks was going to take yeah. us. He was going to take <laughs> us to an Italian dinner across town. And as soon as we got there, Dubs was weirded out by him. Well, because the whole way he was telling the uh, the uh, cab driver to blow up his cab. Oh. He was, he was saying, you know what, you need to do it. You need to honor your God and blow up this cab. And I was right next to him saying, yeah, yeah, you need to do it. You know, just like kind of running with the bit. But then I was like, all right, we got to get away from this guy. He's getting out of control. So then we were going to be afraid that we were stuck with this guy maybe for the entire trip. So as soon as we get to the Italian place, Dubs is like, 
as soon as we stop, get out and run. Let's just run. We ran like 20 blocks back to where we were before. Yeah, all the way back to Times Square, so that was a lot of fun. But up at XM, uh, of course, we got to see our buddies Ron and Fez, and we got to meet Opie and Anthony, and uh, one of their guys, E-Rock, who's now here in studio, and that's what the uh, last reference was. Now, I don't know if he wants to talk or not, because he said he didn't want to start any trouble for us, and he just shook his head no, but we'll just <laughs> say hello to him. Now, here's what's interesting, and he say he waves to everybody on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. Here's what's interesting, though. Hmm. So during the commercial break, Matt Albert, our 500-pound, 22-year-old black guy, who should be intimidating, runs out of here like a little girl. He, Why? He didn't want to stay in here during the commercial no, break. No, even during the actual segment. Yeah, during... Is that why he got up at, during the segment? I said no, I was going to make a phone call. He's such a yeah. liar. I was going to make a phone call. I was Lies. Make a He's call. lying because I started dialing yeah. it for him, and he goes, I'm not making a phone call. I just don't want to be in there. I lost he's, my train of thought. Do you have a little man crush? Now, here's no. the thing. <laughs> I think he's now, here's, he, he's got something for E-Rock. Like, I don't know what it is, but he's like, I, I can't stay in here. I got to I gotta get the out what? of the studio. The what? The what stopping you? Yeah. I, I got to get out of the studio. I love his haircut. <laughs> Now, Matt, who lost his virginity earlier this year, finally. The big fat faggot. <laughs> um, now, what was it, though? What was the problem? It's just intimidation. Why? Of what? Someone who actually makes money working in radio? Exactly. Is that part what's of the problem? What's that like? <laughs> uh, what's the intimidation, though? Uh, knowing that he's probably funnier than I am, and uh, he can probably... I saw him pass a note. He took a... Uh, when a post-it he, note away from me, so he's already, and he, oh, and he he's wrote a note, job. and he's already more productive than I am. He already got something on air, and uh, I feel encroached upon. Um, but was it more than that? Now I see now, even now, if you go to real TV, it's incredibly awkward. Yeah. Because he even doesn't... now, here's what's going on. E-Rock has the awkward thing of swaying back and forth, mm-hmm. not wanting to look at Matt. Mm. And I Matt, won't either. And Matt now can't look at him, just uh, trying to focus on the dictionaries that are on the table. <laughs> What's the problem? Talk to him like you're. He he won't talk back, but talk to him because he's too just good like for your you. dad. <laughs> Keep on calling. Oh, that's why I'm not looking at him. Well, uh, if, I mean, you know, here's the thing. I'm not gonna lie to you. Don't make the mistake that Dubs and I made. Because when we went up to New York to hang out, and this, by the way, was right when Fez had his heart attack. Um, I'm not gonna say we caused it, but so we're up there, and we had the thought cha- of my ass coming up there. You know, we had the chance to meet uh, O and A. You know, we're you know we're fans of Dubs and I, just like you. Word. Yeah, like you. Kind of starstruck, like, uh, how's it going? Great show. We'll just sit here quietly. That and they're, they actually have real security. Mm-hmm. So they're it took got, us like 45 minutes to get in that studio with yeah, uh, signing all the papers. Ugh. Getting pictures taken. Yeah, because here in the... Profile front. Right. What are you going to do with all that? We have have the open door policy on Friday nights where we just have anybody come in, we pretend to have them sign waivers. And then we just throw them away afterwards. I mean, this their security guy, Master Poe, was like, we filled out this, uh, I'm going to say contract, I don't know what it was. He was entering it into a big computer, and I get the boys, O&A, were still on the air. So we go over, and he goes, uh... Sit right here. Do not look through that window. With your backs to the window. <laughs> and so Dubs and I feel like we're about to go get interrogated. Yeah. And then after that, you know, the guys come out, and it's like, Hey, how you going? You know, how you doing? Nice to meet you. And then that's it. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yep. So, Matt, don't make the same mistake. You ever have anything you wanted to say to E-Rock? Or, you want to uh, say I love you? Is that what you want? 
I just want to rub Big man garage. badge? What are you doing? I just want to That's do just it. Under- I just want to do it once. Shock, shock. Just uncomfortable. God, why'd you, why'd why'd you, you add? Want? Why are you running away from me? <laughs> why are you add? Don't bit. Okay. Because seriously... God. I just, I just, you think he's oh. a chick. It's yeah. so uncomfortable now like he's a woman. It's like he has boobs. What, the, what, <laughs> what are you, are you gonna, talking about? You mean our friend's going to come in here and you're going to insult him? No, I said like. It's a chick you can't... Like, like? You can't oh. have So, chicks... You're saying, making this go wrong. <laughs> Do you want to ask him to uh, the fall right, formal? In, in the perfect world, how would it go right? Would you be giving him a handy right now? What would be going on? Not, let me None ha- of you would be here. It would just be me and him staring at each other and just talking. <laughs> is, there, is there like... Is now he's uncomfortable. Of course he's he uncomfortable. is. We're all uncomfortable. Is there a special topic that you would have? So, what's it like? Oh, Be successful. <laughs> There's not anything, like, you didn't prepare for this? Like, you knew he was going to come in? You weren't going to ask prepared? him what his favorite t- TV show was? or I like your poofy sleeves. If you could own any car, what car would you own? Do you like Hey Dude? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? I love Mr. Ernst. You know what this music is like? This music, I bet you he's thinking in his mind right now that we're running very slow <laughs> towards each other. I've got some kind of white outfit flowing in the wind. A pirate we're shirt. running through a field. I'm wearing a sundress. And we're going to embrace, and everything is going to be fine. It would have to be slow. Look when, at him. When our lips touch, hearts fly out. All right. What is wrong no, with I'm you? Who is this guy? I, know. I don't know. It's just Matt. I don't even have a key to this place. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well, Matt, I want you to think about this and stew over this. Oh, I will. For the next forever. This would be horrible. How would you change it? Because it's not too late. You can still change it. Pack my fanny. <laughs> Wow. Well, I can do the gay stuff. Have you ever seen someone so crash and burn? <laughs> so large. Just it's such a pile of jello. Have you ever learned about keeping it cool? No. Look, Eli- Have you seen my life? Anything <laughs> right, in my life that ever says he keeps it cool under pressure? But here's the problem, Matt Albert. There's no pressure right now. I don't see where the pressure's <laughs> he's coming from. staring right at me. No, he's acting like it's a mandate. I he's know. Right across from me. What do you want from me? Seriously. <laughs> Now, Matt, I got a question. I, no, stop it. <laughs> All right, now he's staring him down. Now you're like staring him down. Now, think, say no one was here, what would you like to see happen? I'd rather see the guy just, you know, going at it by himself. Oh, oh man. Matt. Now, now, hold on. Here's the thing, honestly, about Matt when it comes to this. This is your problem in life. Whether it's a job interview, whether it's a chick, whether it's a guy you look up to. Mm-hmm. You know, E-Rock from the uh, Opie and Anthony show, uh, XM202, and nationally syndicated, and so much better than we'll ever be. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but, but what, what, it, what happens, though, he doesn't know you're not getting paid, you know? You don't yeah, have you could, to... You could act like you're actually here, something. Here's what happens. Immediately, Matt feels everyone can see right through him and his blubber into the gravy pouring through his heart. In that, you know, they all know he's a loser. You gotta act like you are somebody, whether it's with chicks or your man crush. Your man crush, Iraq. I am somebody. It's not enough to say it. You gotta act it. Now you're doing Stuart Smalley over there. 
right, well, I just wanted to bring it to your attention. You ruined this. What did I do? We're what? never, we're never gonna have an after show talk like I planned. <laughs> what were you gonna talk about? We were gonna have a talk so afterwards. Oh, you rock guy! Yay! Oh, he, came over. Uh, he, he tweaked my nipple. <laughs> you feel better now? Yeah. That's like getting that first kiss out of the way. I can still mm-hmm. not stand. Now you boys can talk about whatever it is you were gonna talk about. Because you got whatever bad you dreamed of. The, uh, yeah. You have to turn your mic on. Oh, uh, no! <laughs> right. You're such an ass. Here we go. You're such an ass, dude. He doesn't Are know you a it. pro? I mean, come on, get it done. All right, beat him down, E-Rock. Uh, all of a sudden, he doesn't know how the studio works, and Tommy should have had his mic on anyway. I had it on, and then he wasn't talking, so I turned it back off. All right, now you two are ganging up on E-Rock. I'm not ganging up on E-Rock. Jesus. It's just E-Rock. Stop. You you shut up, yeah. intern. You have no room to talk. He's a god to you. <laughs> Are we good now? Yeah. You can stop playing footsie with me under the console here? I'll try. Okay. So you can talk to me like a human being? You can look at me? No. You're still sweating. Yeah. I, that's what <laughs> I do. Does. I'm fat. He, he's, he keeps diverting his eyes to the floor. Mm-hmm. He will not do, look me in the eye. I do that with everyone. No, you don't. Don't lie, man. When people come in here all the time. Yeah, you're usually a human being. Listen, oh, just no. get it out of the way. Hey, I'm a big fan. You're great. Hold on. Okay, let's just get it done. Hi, I'm a big fan. Nice to meet you, sir. Thanks for listening. Uh, now you're just some schmuck listener. Yeah. I'm signing an autograph for you. Who he'll forget. All right. All right, now there's no reason for mood music. Not anymore. silk. It's going through Matt's head. Might as well just play it on air. All right, now here's what I'm looking forward to. And you'll smell my hand now. Stay tuned to real... <laughs> stay tuned to... It smells like money. That's something you don't know. All right, stay mm. tuned to Real TV on RealRadio.fm because here's where it's going to get really uncomfortable. Mm. We're going to go to break. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. No, stay! All right, we're back in the hideout. Into hour two, Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Of course, Matt Albert chases off our radio friends. Yeah. Just too uncomfortable in here for anybody to handle it anymore. So, E-Rock, our buddy from the uh, ONA show, Obi and Anthony had to leave mm-hmm. because Matt just made it real odd. Yeah. Cut the tension with a knife in here. It was, you know what it was? It was like Matt with any of the other chicks who've been on the show with you know, like, that Matt was interested in. You mm-hmm. know, Angel Jenny at first, Jailbait at first, Amanda Albert, just all those. You're ruining it. <laughs> Ruin, that's what I don't understand. Ruining what? I don't understand what we were ruining for Our you. chemistry for later. <laughs> there was going to be chemistry? We were going to talk for hours on I Am, over the phone, after the show. Anytime he had available, it was going to be me and EJ time. Did you ask him I'm for his screen right name? EJ. We've seen all the kinds of man crushes so not, come out of his now mouth. Now you're disrespecting him by not remembering his name. Uh, well, at least he's not third string. Or confusing his name with a second stringer from the University of Miami. Honestly, wow. it, it was really awkward in here because uh, when uh, when uh, he was leaving, Matt said to him, I wish I know how to quit you. It just got really, really awkward in here. 
And that'll be documented on uh, hideoutheretics.net on uh, Real TV. I'm sure someone pulled that. Oh, yeah. And just saw me equally as uncomfortable sitting in between the two. Here's what I love. I love being in this booth, being able to just call it like a play-by-play guy. Oh, yeah. You feel so removed in that booth. It's terrific. I loved it when I was in there. I was sweating for you, though. Really? You felt it through the glass? Because it was that douche chill. Douche chill! That this son of a bitch was just so gaga. I felt like an eight-year-old girl. Just oh. sitting there melting in my seat. You're the size of seven of them, so yeah. I don't know if it really matters. Oh, you big queen. <laughs> it's just so funny. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. want to go and get a shake later? <laughs> I can get you a 65% discount. I work there, you know. Second job. Have to do it. Pay the bills. You know how it goes. <laughs> such a douche. <laughs> have you ever met anybody? Have you ever, I mean, we just talked about the thing, you and I meeting O&A, but have you ever met anyone else famous and you just, you blew it? You wanted to really say something to them and you blew it? Um, No, not really. I've never been the type to really uh, goo over that kind of thing. Here's the thing. I never want to bother people. Yeah, and so, I, I usually won't even, you know, do the attempted uh, thing. One of my biggest heroes ever is Pudge Rodriguez, mm-hmm. former catcher for the Rangers, of course. Uh, won a title with the Marlins, I believe, now with Detroit. And one time when I was in Detroit, he was at the airport flying out uh, on the same airline that I was. Oh, nice. From Detroit to Dallas. And he was just hanging out. This was my hero I was compared to him in high school, that whole thing growing up in Texas. No, I, just people called you pudgy. It doesn't mean they... <laughs> didn't see that one coming. <laughs> so... It's still funny. I, uh, oh, trust me, that's going to live on... Your last segment will live on an infamy on video. Not just audio, but on video. On multiple forms. Yes. So anyway, I see Pudge there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go talk to him, because I'm like, what am I going to say? He may even start talking to me in Spanish. It'll just be awkward, because I don't know it. <laughs> and then he's just going to be disappointed in the uh, gringo Latino, who doesn't know any Spanish. So, so I, you didn't do anything? I never went up to him. And I, reg- air- I regret it, though, but I don't, also don't want to bother a guy. You the, know what I mean? The airport is one place where I will not bother someone, even if I'm a huge fan of them. I won't go and uh, you know try to talk to them or something, because I know me... I don't want to be bothered at the airport. I can't imagine how a celebrity would be at the airport. Oh, yeah. I, when I'm on the plane, people just want to make small talk sometimes, and I don't want to do it. Dude, that happened to me. That happened to me all my trip. All of my trip uh, during vacation, people wanting a small talk. And I tell them, too, so they don't ask the questions about radio. I'm in programming. So if I ever... I, I'm going to get busted one day because someone who's going to be familiar with the show, maybe will try to come up and just try to uh, to talk. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, I'm in programming. I'd I I lay my hand out and say, pay me. I get paid to talk. You wouldn't ask a uh, doctor to uh, <clears throat> stitch you up here for free. Jeez, what are you, Pete Rose? Yeah, that is true. What? <laughs> such a Pete Rose thing to do. Well, you wouldn't ask Pete Rose to start hitting home runs for you or uh, you know, run around bases for is, you. But you know, that's true, though. You're not going to sit there and ask Pete Rose for batting tips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, how do you deal with a slider? As a lefty, how do you deal with a righty slider? And then expect him to sit there and break it down for you. What, I'm supposed to do an extra show for you? No. You're going to pay me just like a Clear Channel does. 
Next to nothing. Yes. If you could buy me you can, a, you can get me one. If you can get me an extra bag of peanuts from that lady over there, or a diet you got Coke. a show for you. Because right. that's what I'm working for. The diet coke and pretzels that fuel me through the four hours a night. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Life's so sad. I'm trying to think of any other famous like encounters that I've ever met um, or had. I met David Cross one time, and I'm a huge David Cross fan. I do remember that. That was and, back at WJFK. Yeah, and I uh, and I wasn't trying to make small talk with him. I just went in there, said, "Hey, big fan," you know. And I know if I would have tried small talk with him, I would have made an ass of myself. So I'm I'm very conscious of what I what I uh, am. So I just said, "Hey, I'm a big fan." Hey, you remind me of the David Cross, which, by the way, he's the one to buy us. So we got this drop. Douche chill. Mm-hmm. So when he was there waiting to do an interview uh, with Don and Mike. He was in the green room, and it was a little crabby green room. Like, right in the middle of all the sales cubicles. It really sucked. I just kept walking by, (laughs) like, five, seven times, and that was awful. You know? Uh, Yeah, I felt so stupid. I was like, oh, I'm... I met Frank Caliendo, and I I just talked with him. Mm -hmm. That was kind of cool. I met Bobcat. Goldthwaite? Yeah, and I had no problem talking to that schlub. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I guess we've met some rock people. Yeah. Band people are easier, though. You know, that. Uh, uh, speaking of, and I remember one, System of a Down. Mm-hmm. I went to a show, the State Theater in Detroit, and we met the whole band, and they were very cool. So cool. Uh, I think his name's Shavo. He's the bassist, the crazy bassist with kind of the, the long goatee that I have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he asked me, he goes, what do you want me to do? He goes, I'll do anything. You guys are real good to us. You spin our records. What do you want me to do? And I couldn't think of anything to have him do. The thing, and I wish I had thought of this. I thought of this, like, later. I wish I could have said, dude, go drop a deuce on the stage. <laughs> and I bet he would have. I don't think so. I don't know, man. That guy, oh, I'm not going to say he was sober. So I'm, I just wish at the very least that he just said, hey, like, immediately, right on. Just go drop a deuce on the stage. And then maybe he would have laughed. Or maybe just said, all right, that's cool. I'll do it. And then that would have been a story. Yeah. Forever. You you uh, talked the guy into dropping a deuce on stage. Instead, you know, not just Instead. the guy, the bassist from System of a Down. Instead, I uh, yeah. I was Matt. That was my E-Rock moment. <laughs> That's what it's going to be from now on. You know, I, uh, I met Tim Allen. At a Lions game before. Both of you just crying in the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe next year. That damn morning wig. <laughs> it was the morning wig years, too. I know. I remember. How awful. <laughs> How, why haven't you forgotten? Um, at JFK, when Gallagher was there mm-hmm. for uh, Don and Mike, he's outside in the lobby with his hammer and everything and all of his equipment. The sledgematic? Yeah. And the I guess guy. some guy came to pick up a prize, and Gallagher was bitching because his cab wasn't there, and the guy's like, well, I'm going downtown. And Gallagher's like, hey, uh, can I get a ride? I think it went along those lines, and the guy's like, uh, sure, man. <laughs> Just trying to hitch a ride. He's, like, he's reached that point now. He's like, uh, uh. All right, uh, let me get my car. All right, so wait a second. Gallagher was trying to get a ride from someone who was just going downtown? I believe so, yeah. It's like a random guy, from what I knew, picking up a prize or something. <laughs> Actually, no, you know, he was upstairs at the mortgage company. He had oh. just signed a mortgage, and he had come downstairs and happened to see Gallagher. He was talking to him. And 
I guess they ended up giving him a ride, and he's loading up his hammer and, and all of his stuff <laughs> into the car. Why would he bring that into a radio studio? Why does he need a sledgehammer in a radio studio? Well, now we got real TV. Yeah, but back then, there was nothing in there. We didn't have an online feed. Yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. So I don't know. I was just wondering if anybody else had had those encounters. I met Ric Flair one time back when I was really into wrestling. Yeah? And I was trying to get a job with WCW. Did you do his little strut to him? No, I went up and I went to shake his hand, and then he had to pull it off the girl's ass that he was fondling <laughs> to shake my hand, and then immediately turned back around and was fondling more than just her ass. Can you blame him? Well, I was like, oh, I guess uh, he's cheating on his wife since he was married at the time. So why judge him? Yeah. I wasn't judging him. I was just like, oh, well, that was kind of odd, but he didn't seem to care. What do you mean, odd? He's a man. He's, He's a nature Flair. boy. Yeah. I'd have been weirded out if he wasn't groping. Mm-hmm. Was I'm, he dis- wearing, I'm was, disappointed it was only one chick. Was he wearing the robe? No, it was in the bar. So? Was he wearing the robe? Nobody was drunk and bloody. <laughs> just the way you figure Ric Flair would be. And I uh, shook his hand, and he flipped over the uh, table and strutted down the the bar, and someone <laughs> clotheslined him on the edge. Awesome. Now what I think a great story. Now I think you're lying. <laughs> no, that part's true. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs. Here we are on a uh, on a Monday night, kicking off hour three in the hideout. Real Radio one hundred four point one, resetting things. Half and Dubs with you. Real Radio dot FM, hideoutheretics.net, dot com. Go visit them all. Go join them all. Give us a call four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Contact me at myspace.com slash jdubs five one seven. I believe we should now start pushing uh, MySpace.com slash Hideout Radio, which... It's on my top eight, so you can just get it from JDubs517. Which uh, has the new two Hideout Uncensored. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doves, man, there's so much to get to. I'm torn right now. I I kind of want to do the pot talk. Okay. Pot talk. All right, so I saw this. All righty. Actually, my, my, uh, my chick sent it to me. Man born with two penises wants to remove one. He's a 24-year-old dude. Uh, I believe he's in India. And he was born with two working uh, male organs, wants to lead a normal sex life, wants to marry, so he wants to have one of them removed. Apparently, now there's an actual name for this, but there are a hundred such reported cases around the world, and it happens in about one in 5.5 million men. So it's this whole thing. But it leads me to this question, which in turn is probably going to lead us to a little... Pot talk. Mm-hmm, pot talk. If you could have an extra organ, an extra... Appendage. Uh, just any extra... Body part. Functioning body part. What is it that you would want? It wouldn't be the junk. No, I'll tell you that much. Not at all, because it's tough enough with one. Yeah, and uh, I have you, sort of a thing where I don't like to neglect one thing. Like, if I wash one hand, i got to wash the other, you know, that kind of thing. And if I if I do my thing with one of them, I have to do it with the other one. And that one of them takes up an hour of the day. I don't have two hours a day to uh, kind of you know, attend to two junks. And the cleanup alone. Oh, yeah. 
And Matt, if you have two of the sprockets, mm-hmm. do you have two of the jumblies? No. No, it's just... See, that would tire them out. Yeah. I didn't even think, well, you've always got a plethora. You know what I mean? Does, I'm not, amigos, I just, does one jumbly feed each sprocket, or is it kind of like a shared thing? I would no, I would assume that it's I, kind I, of shared. shared. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we got prizes right. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. If you can come up with the right appendage, or just convince us to give us a good reason why of each, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to know. You know what you need? Hot talk. An extra milk dud. <laughs> You know, just so you can cl- close the other one, close the other one down for good. Say this one's out for business. You know, and uh, I think I'm actually going to schedule my colonoscopy for next Monday. Imagine gonna... if two of them had to be searched. Though. <laughs> uh, that'd be wrong. Right now, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't mind just sealing it up mm-hmm. like it's a an oil well gone bad. Yeah. <laughs> It's All just right. dried out. All right. Uh, I, I'm actually going to dump that. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was a little that. bit too far. I'll even admit to that one. Yeah, I started to say it. You saw that I pulled back, so you went ahead. I too. had to finish your line for you. I thought you uh, just lost Ooh. your words there. Chuck Jock. I'm Thanks. sorry. It was less shocking was I was, what I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> chunks. What, what's going on in India where you got this one guy with two penises and then... That's the where where the baby was born with two heads that we talked about in the DC days, and the, like the the kid with the three arms comes from that, around there. That was in uh, Korea, I believe, South Korea. That guy with the the kid with the three well, arms. India has, I uh, think they have India themselves. They have a billion people, don't they? As far as their population goes. Wow, I didn't know that. I think it's it's pretty far up there. I thought. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So I would just assume just yeah. more people to have more of these oddities happen. That's really weird, though. All right, 407-916-1041, Once the uh, dump gets back, I'm going to start taking phone calls here. 407 <laughs> on your singular wireless phone. To reset what it is, man born with two penises, so right now it's a little... Pot talk. Pot talk. If you could have an extra functional any body thing, what would you want? And I've already said that I don't think... Uh, I don't think that it should be, you know, you don't want another member. I don't think it's worth it. Wild Hawk in the 407. What's up, Wild Hawk? Uh, yes, I would like an extra arm. Because when I'm online and searching for for amputee porn, <laughs> uh, an extra arm would be useful because, uh, you know. He's a winner. Well, to type with. He's a winner. I, and the thing about if you're looking for amputee porn, you can always, or if you're, you know, online searching for amputees, you can always say, hey, I have a, I have an extra, you know. I can uh, spare one for you. Listen, I can do some work for you. Listen, there have been many a times, and while you guys are using it for pornography, shocker, mm-hmm. um, just even like when you're on your computer, and let's say you're you know you're typing away furiously, if you had that third arm, you were able to you eat, you could eat while you're working. It would raise productivity. I'm almost willing to say it would raise. You could still continue to play your PlayStation. While flipping the channels on the television, you could drive and still, like, keep both hands on the wheel while talking on your phone. I think third arm... Now, there's one other one that I got, too, as far as a uh, body part. Mm-hmm. But I think third arm is probably the best one if you could have an extra functional anything. Let's go to Bill in the 386. What's up, Bill? Hey. Go ahead, Dope. I got it. The liver. 
A second lever. You know what? Oh, yeah. You know what? This son of a bitch is on to something. Uh, I mean, that's it. Come I, on. That's the party. That's the party organ. Uh, you're a winner. I and the, even... the thing about that is, uh, you know, that's one thing that commonly uh, shuts down. And if you know you have uh, that kind of problem in your family, like me, I would like an extra prostate. Because I know the prostate cancer in my family is horrendous. Or lung, extra lung for you. Nah, yeah. lung cancer's fine in my family. He's very much right. He had a very good thought about the liver, because you only got one. It can You can still continue to party. It filters out all the toxins. So I actually like... I, liver may even be better than third arm, depending on what you're into. Now, can you put the uh, extra body part wherever you want? All right, if you want to, you're taking it deep into pot talk. You're going on a whole nother level, but sure. So if you like, you know, if you got an extra arm, you could put it maybe like uh, going out of your thigh. If you wanted, because that'd be nice. Because the other two arms are way up here. All right, if so you uh, if you wanted to get stuff out of cupboards or something, it's right there, coming off your knee. Let me ask you, top of head. Pot talk. No. That way you could reach high, hard things to get, hard things to get without getting on your tippy toes. Think about it. Like just coming out of the top of your head? Or maybe on your what back? that shack could be sucking your finger. Mm. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> bipolar Steve. What's up, Bipolar What's up, Steve? Guys? What's, What's up? Got? I got a good one. How about the tongue? I, I have I have too much one of a tongue right there. now. Yeah, no, I'm not interested. Uh, thank you, though. Dubs, yeah, you kind of had that extra one. You mm. should see if you could split it in half like those lizard people do. I'm sure it'd be the size of two. My big Scooby-Doo tongue <laughs> makes two me... two normal tongues. Steven in 321. What's up, Steven? Hey, that uh, computer, the arm, extra arm for computer purposes is brilliant. I don't think anyone's going to beat that. What do you but, got? Uh, I want an extra lung just so I can smoke the shit out of it. Uh, uh, you can't uh, say that, idiot. but he wants an extra lung so he can smoke more. See, that's what smokers, that's how brilliant they are. And if you could just designate that one for smoking, it would be great. Yeah. Like compartmentalize? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. I would love just to, just to reserve one for smoking and the other one for breathing. Hot talk. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Man in India born with two penises wants to remove one so he can be normal. Matt, I've been racist enough tonight. I don't want to. Come wanna... on, just say it. Matt Albert says, how do black people do it with those extra bones? <laughs> Of course, they didn't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> I mean, doing? we what, didn't. What do you say? <laughs> <I mean, laughs> you see how self-hating you are? I am not self-hating. I love E-Rock. What are you talking <laughs> oh, about? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Uh, Dubs, I'm going to ask you something if something was on the big board, because this is the other idea that I had, too. Okay. And I don't want to say it if somebody's got it on there. Nope, no one has that. Are you kidding? Nope. Well, then I give a prize out for that one. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. If you had the extra lung, would that help you doing cardio at the gym? How about heart, man? Actually, that's what Mike in the 386 just had. Oh, heart. sorry. <laughs> I was leading somewhere with that. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say heart, yeah. All right. Like, uh, eat all the fast food you want. We don't have to worry about uh, all right, here's heart a... cancer or whatever. All right, here's the thing. Uh, I don't want him getting a prize. No, me neither. But the great thing about a heart... If you got pumping really good, I know whenever I get like uh, really going, like I get kind of a head buzz from all the blood pumping through my body. You can get buzzed up anytime you want. Hot talk. I'm telling you. I'm trying to think. That I can't believe no one else has come up with the one. I had two things: arm and then this thing. Mike in the 407. What's up, Mike? Mike, you there. One, two, three. You're gone, Mike. 
that bitch off. Next caller. Um. All right, Dubs. I'm just gonna give it that. Okay. I. I think having an extra eye. Where? You can put it anywhere you want. I say just like the Twilight Zone, palm of your hand. I yeah. say, I say kind of do it uh, Total Recall style, right in your chest. What? You're going to have it covered up? It's not going to help anything. Now, now, Giant Brian, who's in here, is pointing to the back of his head. But here's the problem. I mean, there's nothing technically wrong with that, but if you had it in your palm... You could move it everywhere. You could mm. you could put it around corners. Upskirt shots. You could do it'd be having uh you know like real TV on your camera phone. You just be able to put it anywhere and point it anywhere. The problem is how do you maintenance? Like I think I think you close one set of eyes, the other one works. Or an only one eye, but the pro- maybe back a hand. Because if you put it in the palm of your hand, you're going to grab things. Hot talk. And you're going to poke your eye constantly, and that would hurt like a son of a bitch. Like you wouldn't be able to play baseball if you had an extra eye in your palm. And Hot talk. You'd really see. You'd be able to watch yourself run one if you wanted to. Yeah, that like, would be odd. You, know, you, you shut your regular eyes. You put your hand out in front of you like this, right, and you're just yeah. watching yourself. Uh, imagine, imagine. And you can see the faces you're making. Imagine, let's say it's on the back of your hand, mm. okay? <laughs> Punching the clown. Everything's shutter vision. Hold on. You close your eyes for that moment of pleasure, and then you just have that third eye reaction. Ah. What if you use that hand with the eye? Isn't it like slapping yourself in the face with it? It's like molly whopping yourself. Just glazed over. (laughs) Cruising Kurt in the 321. What's up, Cruising Kurt? Hey, hey guys. Got to go with the science fiction aspect and go with gills. But you know, it's an extra Asians have it's an, and it's an extra body part, not something we don't already have. Although it's not, I would bad, like hooves if I could have something I don't have. Well, hold on a second, let's think about that. That's not necessarily in the conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. And he's a little higher than us. Hot talk. But gills would be a great thing to have. You think about it. I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. My thing, if I could have one thing the animals have, is the lack of butt cheeks. I was an idiot. You already have it. Have yeah. you seen you your hamstring back? I know that my 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 ass isn't supple, but oh. there's still cheeks there. Your old man ass. Yeah, and it, like the cheeks just slap together really hard. <laughs> so I have nothing going on, and it, it, it it's just tough, and I just like to have them gone with. All right, K Mike says having an eye on your hand. Uh, would make it easier to get clean whenever you're wiping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you could really check. Hot talk. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Go to Jose in the 407 real quick. What's up, Jose? Hey, hey guys. How you doing? Fantastic, buddy. What you got? Hey, how about an extra brain? So when you're drunk or stoned, when the police pull you over, you can just you can switch over. The other one on. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Um, it's like having an external hard drive. Here's the problem, though. We only mm-hmm. use, what, 10% of our brains if we're lucky? Yeah, but you can use 10% of the other one that's not all drunked up. I don't like brain. I'm not, not interested. How about Scott in the 407? What do you got, Scott? Dude, what you need, man, is a chick's brain. So you can Why, so you want to bang dudes all the time? No, 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 no. I don't like that one. Half of you be gay. Mike in the 407. 
Yeah, wouldn't uh, wouldn't you want to keep that second penis, but like the guy in India, because uh, wouldn't you be able to have one that's really not been used at all and avoid the whole impotent issue when you get old? Wouldn't that prove beneficial to have one that's like decently working? Not, not to be a complete shock jock. I always said this guy could be the greatest porn star of all time mm-hmm. and do things that yeah, it usually takes you know two guys to do. That Tommy hates, you know that. I'm not a big fan of it either. Whatever, I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> oh. That's just me though. Whatever, I just imagine it's me and Chunks. What? Uh. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Where? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're it, baby. No. Um. <laughs> Ew. But you know what? I, so I mean, I could. I wouldn't get rid of it. I would think it's almost a blessing, and you were put on this earth to do something grand. You know, and that's leave India and head for Silicon Valley, <laughs> or Silicon Valley, or whatever it is. I wonder if they're matching. Man, I see now you got me wondering. Pot talk. That's the whole idea. Pot talk. One's Asian, and one's you know, regular. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you guys hating on Asians? He was tonight? sticking so easy. They can't fight back. Dump that. Dump, dump, dump. Sea lane. Hmm. What? Shut up over there. <laughs> Radio Jihad. If you said what I thought you said, I'm going to hurt you. All right, now people are saying I agree with you, Hefe. That's actually pretty cool when that happens on videos. No. No. Um, they're requesting it on real TV. Chunks, you in? Nah. Uh, How about you? Why don't you get an extra belly button for yourself? One that's not leaking. <laughs> Dude, did I tell you Tor again over the weekend? Jesus Christ, what's wrong with your body? Let me tell you what it is, though. I figured it out. I was I started doing crunches again. I think I have an abscess or something in there that just keeps tearing. Give it up on the crunches for a while, man. Look at me. I already have. <laughs> I gotta start something. I've just let myself go. Mainly because of the torn calf muscle, the bleeding backside, and the oozing belly button. Christ, I hate 2006. <laughs> Kurt in the 321. Kurt, you there? Yeah, um, I'm thinking about women to have an extra boob, you know, maybe on the back for dancing, you know, that kind of deal. Again, <laughs> again going to the uh, the whole uh, Total, Recall. Total Recall thing. That chick had three boobs in there. Oh, what do you need an extra? They're so good when there's just two of them. Oh, but three. No, then you're weird. No, because <laughs> I, I can't get into it, but, no, you know, right. you, well, have, don't. you have two hands, well, and then, then you don't. can do uh, whatever you want with the other one. It's useless. No. It's useless tissue. Both of the, the normal ones are. They're just fun. Hot talk. Have a litter. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, all right, people are liking so far the eye on the hand and the extra arm. And the liver, too, I think. The is liver also works well, too. And I don't think the brain's a bad idea. I don't know where you put it, though. A lot going on. I just say use more than one you got. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want three legs, so you could use it as like a chair. You know what I mean? Use the third oh, one. Oh, so. I like that kind of. Just you know, never, you never need a chair again. You just set that thing. You have it coming out of your tailbone, and you just lean back. It's a little shorter than the other two. Yeah. I think a third leg would just cause too much trouble when it comes to outfits. You know what I mean? You and just like, cut a hole in it. Yeah. And it just kicks right out the back. All right, K-Mike says third boob goes perfectly with the third arm. That is true. Mm-hmm. But what are the chances you're going to get two freaks? I mean, you got this one guy who has this thing where he's born with two dugs. <laughs> Look at you two giggling over there. 
You debating on whether or not to write, say that? No, this is a giant Brian, though. Another racist one. All right, all right, let's stop. Can I read it? He's talking about the third leg. What? Now you just look down in shame as you see the note. Hot talk. Let me see. All right, he's not saying I'm it. I'm not saying it. Can you hold it up on real TV so people you, can at least see it? You've worse. Yeah, I don't but think... I'm black. Oh, so it's wrong because it's coming from the Jew? Yeah. Uh, and it's cheaper. It's not as good of a note. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Pot talk, J-Dub's in here on a Friday night. Oh, is it Friday? It's Monday. Monday oh, night, gosh. yeah. Jesus. It's going to be a long week, my friend. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, it's a high album radio, 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041-STAR, 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. couple more calls on Hot Talk. All right, let's go to uh, Toothpaste in the 407, talking about extra body parts you may want. Because there's a guy in India born with two penises that were functional, so you can pick anything. What is it you want? It was going to hide out. What's, What's up, up bro? Yeah, man, if I was able to do something like that, I'd have, like, a urinary tract that led into one of my fingers. I mean, think about it. Like, I don't want to uh, let you go off and but that think is, about it, but that's not a bad idea. Just from some other place. Mm-hmm. Because then on those drives... Yeah, we just hang it out the window, hang, hang your hand out the window? Yeah, put your hand out the window and go. It's not a bad idea at all. Maybe it comes with a little zipper. Then you can just zip it right back up. <laughs> Then you gotta imagine if you're dealing with some paper or something, and you get a paper cut. And how, <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just thought about. Oh wow. Or if you dip my, your hand in some salt. My hand and junk hurt right now. <laughs> you're welcome. I don't know Pot how it's talk. possible. Pot talk. Let's go to James in the 407. What's up, James? Oh. Hey, yeah, I've uh, got two for you actually. What about an extra stomach for those? Uh, those trips to the buffet where you're too full to eat anymore and you can sample everything. Well, the big and thing about a stomach is that you can make it as large as you want to. Unfortunately, mm, Matt and I found that out. It'll stretch yeah. out as long as you want. And what's the other and, uh, one? The second one is uh, what about a, a nose, say, maybe on your hand or something uh, for us guys because, say, you're I, going... I, 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 I get where you're going. Yeah, you can use it to... Uh, to uh, Just test the water. Test the water, yeah. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I love how it's all sexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you only get it for that one purpose, though. I don't it's think a good that, purpose. I don't think that's enough. Uh, sometimes all you gotta do is pull down pants and get a little. Imagine you're drunk and you wipe with the wrong hand, though. Uh, Dump it. Yeah. Jeez. Why? With the context. <laughs> that was funny, though. The people. I'm, were... I'm not trying to be funny, man. I'm thinking seriously. <laughs> you're so dirty. I knew someone was gonna say it. All right. Same with the eye and the hand. Oh, Jesus, man. You're going to worlds you don't want to go to, uh, man. Realms. <laughs> hey, um, I saw this, actually. Uh, oh, the story says it all. But hold on, let me, uh, let me play. I guess this woman who was a Sunday school teacher mm-hmm. got fired for being a woman. Good. 
Since 1946, Mary Lambert has been a member of the First Baptist Church in Watertown, and for the past 11 years, she's been the Sunday school teacher. But last Thursday, Lambert received a letter from the diaconate board telling her that she was dismissed from her position because the board had adopted the scriptural qualifications for Sunday school teachers, which prohibits women from teaching men. I was astonished, absolutely astonished. All right, the thing about this woman, alleged woman, mm-hmm. is she's 70-something, easily. So it's not like she's some hot chick that could tempt the guys. She's Grams. Easily Grams. To pick up and read that kind of a letter without having been uh, talked to ahead of time about the possibility. You saying that she's old and everything, so she's not there to tempt the, the kids. Remember at that age, we had... Dreams about the Golden Girls. I would think about them in sexual ways. It doesn't matter at that point. This wasn't a Golden Girl. This wasn't a Betty White or a Rue McClanahan. This is a fatter... <laughs> this is this is a fatter... Um, the big one. The main one. Why is her name escaping me? B. Arthur. Thank you. B. Arthur wasn't fat. She's no, hit. She's no, that's what I'm saying. This grandma is a bigger version of her. But I would have done it. Oh. What is it, the varicose veins that turn you on, I the turkey don't know. neck? That hand, that hand talk really got you going, man. The flopping <laughs> of the triceps in the wind, what is it that gets you going about an old chick? Creepy is it is the reason that uh, religion only wants men abusing chicks? They don't, I, men abusing kids, not chicks? I butchered Radio that one. Jihad. I'm going for it myself. Radio Jihad. Oh, by the way. Check this out. So I got my chick, who's like an artist and always done, always the is into cool stuff or making stuff for the show. I got her making one of those turban head wraps mm-hmm. that the terrorists wear. So if you get three, Radio Jihad, you have to stand in front of the real TV camera for an entire segment mm-hmm. with that on and a toy gun and a toy gun <laughs> now with a sign that says uh, hi i'm c lane i'm a radio terrorist <laughs> and that uh radio jihad is whenever anybody bombs bad like you go. did yeah it was a decent joke but i just stumbled all over justifying it, it gets you another radio jihad it. <laughs> one away she actually she went out she bought everything and i think she just has to pin them up and they, i may have them by tomorrow the uh, for the radio terrorist thing on real TV. I just for some reason I think it'd be funny if uh, now. By the way, uh, Dubs and I are actually immune of, from this because we talk Thank so God. much. So, all right, I'm, I'm a, yeah, it's like Easter around here. You're gonna throw some eggs out. I'm um. All right, I tell radio you what. Jihad. All right, never mind. I'm uh, I'm immune. Cause what? Because I, I drive the bus. So yeah, the bus full of bombs. Radio Jihad. Can I get back to this? Anyway, I just wanted to explain the idea that I came up with yesterday. I think it would be kind of funny for real TV. All right, here we go. Uh, Here's more of this old lady in church getting kicked out for being a woman. Having been uh, talked to ahead of time about the possibility. The letter Lambert received says, quote, A woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She must be silent. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became sinner. 
The letter was signed, thank you for your anticipated cooperation. Very truly yours, Kendra LaBeouf. All right, so some guy. <laughs> Radio G. <laughs> God, man. So some Tear guy gas. has tricked his chick. Mm-hmm. Into thinking this so much that she writes it out in a memo, just about how women are genuinely second-class citizens, still to this day in 2006. As the Bible says, I mean, if you are a true follower of everything the Bible says, it's right. I want to replay that really quickly so you can hear what was in the memo. Women to teach or to learn in quietness. Letter Lambert received says, quote, a woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She must be silent. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became sinner. The letter was signed, thank you for your anticipated cooperation. Very truly yours, Kendra LaBeouf. Here's the thing. This is how screwed up religion is. That literally rolling off fairy tales, women can't have any sort of rights. Fairy tales. You know, it's the one part of religion I like, though. Kendra is the wife of city council member and pastor, Tim LaBeouf. And this is why people want church and state to mix, so that these kind of morons can start running things. I've had a number of calls from people within the church um, being as astonished at the letter as I was. And uh, the community at large seems to be very astonished that this could have happened. And and she is a woman, and when you know we've been fighting for equal rights for a long time since 1929, hasn't that been? And any time a pastor or somebody's been led by God, they should know Christ in their heart. News to Now did call both Tim LaBeouf as well as the church for comment. However, our calls were not returned. As for Lambert, she says although she's saddened by this incident, she's not going to give up on her church. Reporting in Watertown, Amy Oler, News 10 Now. All right, the dumb bitch gets what she deserves. If after all that, she's like, I'm going to go ahead and stick around and be discriminated against. I'm Why not? Go, I'm going to go ahead and do that. How stupid are you? Question authority. Why are you just going to She there? is. She went to the news. But it's okay. I'll just take it. By the way, this is completely a radio, TV kind of journalism thing. Mm-hmm. But you can so tell this is a small market. Listen to the segue from the interview from the lady it happened to to another reaction. Okay. All right. Just listen to this really quickly. That this could have happened. And and she is a woman. I you know there's like this uh, little uh, two second gap and then two second uh, of dead air. There's no the stuttering. Repor- reporter should be interjecting. That's a little for those of you who are going to school for uh, reporting of what not to do <laughs> as you uh, get a chance to listen to this. So anyway, I just thought it was asinine that this old lady teaching Sunday school gets uh, knocked out of her thing because apparently women aren't smart enough to teach boys Sunday school. It's true. They're not smart enough to do anything, man. Think about when they call up. Honestly, you try and work through it, and then it's just, um, <laughs> oh, am I on? Um, I just want to say, um, you know that segment you talked about five out, five out yesterday? Um, that was funny. Okay, bye, guys. My boyfriend's watching. Okay, I think female callers are better than that to no. the show. I think they're dead on with that, man. Chuck job. No, it's the truth. I know you hate chicks. There's one good female caller. Dude. Oh my goodness, Chunks, you're so tiny. Yeah, listen to that old bag. She'd be banned if I had a church. <laughs> so what, you want a church now? You got church of Chunks? 
Well, actually, yeah, you know, I could do it. Uh, like the first church of chunks, uh, chunk solitism. Chunksolithism. <laughs> Spell it. C H U N K S O L O. Say it again. Chunksolithism? Did you just turn into Bobby the Brain Heenan? Chunksolithism. <laughs> All right, what is it then? All right, what do you got? Are you kidding? Oh, that's right. I man. hate it already. Here, this, this should be it. That should be the what's going out through the uh, the chapel. Dude, you would be a saint, Dubs. I'm sure in, I would. In my church, actually. Yeah, exactly. Instead of a crucifix, the symbol would be a broken PS2 controller signifying when my PlayStation was destroyed. So is this just a religion about your life? No, not at all. It's a little bit more. It's got a little bit more about women. Communion stupid. will consist of cheese and rum and Diet Coke. All right, here's the thing. I like the rum and Diet Coke now, so I'm kind of a convert. I cheese backs cheese. you up, though. And here you go. There's no commitment. Um, if you go to church, it'd be like kind of that University of Phoenix Online thing. <laughs> you could just watch in a webcam if you wanted to, you know? And then you had a webcam back, so they knew you were actually watching, but you'd have to watch. This is a, just the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Wow, you're, you're one of the uh, angels, too. I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> angels? Yeah. Tommy's an angel in yeah. the church of trunksolithism? Yeah, in the like, face of one. To atone for your sins? <laughs> That's right. Just from that jingle alone, I hate it. <laughs> to atone for your sins instead of, like, Hail Marys or prayers, it'd be something a little stricter, like if you're a woman, you know, because... That that woman really uh, stepped over the line, and I agree. I went a little bit over with, with that chick. So an Albertism, you know, instead of like a Hail Mary, that's when if you screw up and you're a chick, you get the big bear hug till you go on conscience. The Johnsonism is when conscience. you just, when you just conscience. when you just get hit. <laughs> How do you spell that? How do you spell that? When you get hit in the back of the head or the stomach, mm -hmm. and the uh, the Bateman. Is named after the archangel Tommy Bateman. He's the guy that Tommy's an archangel yeah, in the church. Of, instead of Gabriel, you know the guy who killed all the firstborns. He, um, well, he did really bad things to women, and that's what the la that's why this is the worst of the atonement. You get a hit, uh, you get punched in the girl's bad part. Mm -hmm. the, the word he likes to say. So part of your religion is right beating womb. women up. Yes, right that's a big part of it. And Somehow it's, this has turned me off to it. I don't know why. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson would be the new uh, Virgin Mary. <laughs> you, you're so stupid. <laughs> you're so stupid. I got more. I got some commandments as well. If you'd like to hear them, it's one of them that you must shut up. No, man, not mm. at all. In fact, I'm revered as um, sort of a saint myself. A saint, not even an angel. I would hope that it's your it's your own religion that you're making that no one's gonna follow. Why, man? People will follow this? Look, no, commandment number 10, no fat chicks. If your weight accelerates to an undesirable amount based on your height, you will be banished to gorgatory instead of purgatory. Gorgatory. It's kind of an island. I was thinking Staten Island, where like all the hooch types would go and they're denied food until they lose weight or they die. Kind of like Staten Island, was yeah. it? All right. Yeah, what you up? get rid of them. What's number nine? And then to achieve more of a spiritual learning in church, after you get rid of the nasty chicks, all the other chicks that attend church, they have to go naked, and all churches will have to be kept at a brisk 58 degrees. You're such a pervert. No, not <laughs> at all. It's not a regular church, though. It's a Chunks church. Oh. Exactly. Okay. Chunks Stupidest church. Stupidest thing I've ever heard. First Church of Chunks Solidism. First Church of Chunks Solidism. That's right, heavenly. 
Oh. Uh, chicks will be limited. And this, I figured Dubs like this. This is Commandment 8. Thou shalt not talk too much. Chicks will be limited the amount of time they can speak two hours a day. This is an emergency, and they must write down all their thoughts so as not so as to sound coherent. So like interns and their jokes, they got to write them out exactly. first. Exactly, right. and only two hours a day. Dubs, how thrilled would you be if that's the limit? You know, that's it. Two hours a day. What There's else you got? More later on. There will be no more wedding or baby showers because usually the announcement of a baby is the most detrimental thing to a man's life. And it shouldn't be celebrated. They shouldn't be rewarded for being loose. <laughs> they're, not, they're not loose. They're horse. Yeah, no, they're loose. But, I've always, you know, I've actually always said that, that your mom is just a chick who allowed <laughs> your dad to... Uh, not wear a condom. Right. Honestly, you think a guy's really happy the day his chick goes on pregnant or wife or whatever? All right, what's the next one? Uh, women should always have food ready for the man when he comes home. No Atkins crap. Nice pasta meal with white and red sauce because sometimes you know you're not sure. They shouldn't bitch. Well, when the red sauce is only. All right. Huh? <laughs> women. Where are you going with that? <laughs> when, women shouldn't bitch when their husband hits them in a drunken rage. They're just trying to communicate. They're just trying to communicate. What? You are obviously. You'd never hit a chick. Shut Church up. Church is ridiculous. Well, you just wait. Holidays. There's more? Yeah, a little bit. Here, I'll skip through. Uh, women can't voice the concerns of their husband. Hurry uh, up. The repeal of the Ninth Amendment. Um, you're only allowed to have one kid, you know, so because you probably can't take care of the other ones. Sundays are sacred. Men will be allowed to do whatever they want. This includes treating, drinking, watching football, wherever they want. The woman will be in turn a slave and bring the man whatever he wants. She is also responsible for taking care of the kid. And the female stupidity, this is the last one that has plagued the media for years, will be banned. There will be no supporting of shows like The View, Oprah, Top 40 Stations, Ashley Simpson. Some of the holidays include Columbus Day, now becomes Christmas, because, you know, he doesn't get enough credit. And uh, there will be a Chuck Liddell Day. Instead of Easter, because of the sacrifices that Chuck Liddell has made for the UFC. Actually, you know, I, it's not a bad idea to have what? this religion. Now that I think Just about it. Just because Chuck Liddell's in it, I thought it was Lydell, and I thought he snubbed us on the show. No, that was T. That was the PR guy. That was Tito Ortiz. It was more the PR guy than anything. No, it's actually not a bad church. You hated it the whole time until Chuck Liddell. He gets to hit women where he always wants to hit them. It's the best part. You just have to have an open mind, you know, when they have, yeah. like, you know, when the Catholics first came around, I'm sure not everyone jumped on board. Yeah, I mean, it's a work in progress, man. You know, there's some a lot of, ends a lot that need of to work. be worked out. Yeah. Dubs, you, you're a, a saint. I don't want to be. Hey, oh, by the way, Dubs is a uh, Jefe's Lucifer in my church. What? Why? <laughs> yeah. All right, I like this. I like it. It's got it's, it's got its points. Why? Because I believe in women's rights? Yes. If you break any of my commandments, you get stri sent straight to the hundredth layer of hell. There's a hundred layers of hell now. And it's very, yeah. Filled with Batman diaries. <laughs> Just to read them over and over and over again. It's the Good Hideout one. Real Radio 104.1. Damn, dogs is rolling on a Monday night. Almost in the nine o'clock hour. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hey, I don't, uh, we hardly pat ourselves on the back here in the hideout. What are we uh, patting ourselves on the back for now? First of all, the web hits were insane Friday night for the Madden 2007 tournament. Yes. And the open door and everything uh, on Real TV with RealRadio.fm. So hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Heffy and Dubs with you. Um, But our podcasts do 
incredibly well. Mm-hmm. I guess Clear Channel Orlando overall as a cluster is number four in the nation for um, for Clear Channel, which I, I guess is like a you know that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stations. Yeah. So all of those. But as it turns out, your favorite little show here, The Hideout, is I got it right here. Hold on a second. Let me open it from our web guy, Jeff Featress. Now, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back with the appendage I picked, my extra arm. <sighs> Radio Jihad. What? Come on. You'd be putting on the mask right now. I didn't even write that one. Yeah. Brian did. <laughs> um, <laughs> check this out, my friends. Hmm. Orlando, number four, Clear Channel Market, <clears throat> in total podcast served per week. The Hideout Podcasting, number 15 of all stations and shows in the nation podcasting. In the nation. Look at us. Finally, we do something well. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, there it is. I wanted to pass it. That it doesn't count. I, uh, <laughs> you know, though, it actually does. Yeah. And what's interesting is, I'm telling you, they need this to... This is the wave of the future. They need to start selling this stuff. Mm-hmm. I know it's really odd, but... I don't know if it's one category or all categories. Oh, talk about it. Yeah, we're having a discussion about the categories in the podcasting. Okay. Whether because we have five of them. Mm-hmm. We have mixtape. We have uh, all of them mixtapes, game shows, stunts, wadcasting, interviews in general. And we were thinking about combining it all into just one. I think that's the best way to go. I've kind of I've thought that since the beginning. Well, I liked the idea of the various ones because I liked breaking it down. Yeah, because for you know, people. be honest, some people aren't real big fans of the stunt part, or some people aren't fans of game shows. But mm. yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> but I think we're, we may go ahead and roll that way from now on. All right, and just make it one big one. And kudos to the interns. I know Manhole and uh, C Lane and Chunks and Bateman worked very hard on all that, especially the interns. Though I know, yeah, that they, they they they'll. Spend most of the time back there at the beginning of the show doing that. And I get emails constantly of people, hey, make sure you update, make sure you update. So this way, if they're all in one, Mm -hmm. they'll constantly, we'll get them updated every day, like four or five at a time. Because those game show ones, since we stopped doing a lot of game shows, the stunt ones, they don't get updated as often. We only have, you know, a couple of interviews, you know, every couple of weeks. So I think we're going to mix it all down into one. I say yes, officially, let's do it. And then we'll go from there. But anyway, the podcasting just doing incredibly well. Um, and people say, yeah, having it on separate categories complicates it too much. All right, so there it is, a little official. But I want to say congratulations to everybody. Yay, us. For doing a fantastic job. And I know it's because the boys work so hard and get it updated constantly. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Now, Dubs, one of the categories that we did have was wadcasting. Yes. That was anything sexual or gay. Mm-hmm. We're trying to book this because I think we had a category under wadcasting, or maybe it was interviews, with Joanna Angel. We did Inside the Porn Actor's Studio, and we played clips of her acting when we interviewed her. And I, I don't think, think she liked it too much. I think she hates us now and won't come on the show because of it. But whatever. Um, straight man works the camera on gay porn now sues for it being for being shown in it. I get I guess there was this guy in Chicago looking for a way to pay the bills, and he was a producer video camera operator. So he agreed to film and direct two game pornos mm-hmm. for Flava Works, <laughs> black company. Um, this has to be. 
Actually, you're right. Yeah. Is it? Yep. There's like a black gay porn company? Mm -hmm. Well, in Chicago. Well, hold on a second. Check this out. So, when Dorm Life 6 and 7, Hot and Creamy, were released last Uh. year, they included the audio and visual depictions of the guy. Mm -hmm. What was he doing in it? As a camera worker and producer, how is he in it? They won't say. They just saw his hand as he worked the squeegee. All right. Apparently, this, though, was the number one black gay DVD selling for the past five weeks. (laughs) He didn't expect it to blow up that big. Uh, Um, (laughs) Come on. So let me ask you, as a... uh, as a straight man, mm-hmm. can you work on gay porn? No. And you you are just literally, if you're a camera operator, focusing in on the gay porn and trying to find out the hottest angle for gay porn. Well, that's what shots. the director does. You're just told to. I'm dumping it. What? Who said that? I said that. Oh. I think he was I think he camera. meant something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he. I, I understand. I think he. I think he meant something else. Okay. It's all right though. I thought you meant. He meant the yeah. camera angle. Yeah. No, I understand. All right, but let me ask you: as a straight man, what can't you do? Obviously, you can't work in gay porn. Mm. I don't care what you say, Peter North. Um, Remember that segment we had when HBO did that thing? It was the straight guys and gay, gay for porn? pay? Yeah. Do you know that I still have that? I have that on CD. I listen to it occasionally. It's in my podcasts. Oh, like the actual segment. I thought you meant the tape that Tommy No, I have. In. Yeah, I have. No, that's what I'm talking about. Where it's just straight people the getting guy, paid to do gay porn. Yeah, the guy would bring his wife on set. And, mm-hmm. she would and give she'd him, watch it. And she'd give him tips. And they were just like wrestling. Yeah, they were in they like were a, a boxing ring. Yeah. Oh, that was so gay. That was like... Now, uh, no, uh, but he's not gay. As a straight man, can you go to a club and dance with male friends? No. Yeah, you're just there trying to get the chicks in there, but you need to kind of show that you know how to move. Only if it's Flock of Seagulls. Then you can do it and be straight. Or if it's Matt and former intern Sid Kata at Coyote Ugly in D.C. <laughs> oh, that was disturbing. To a song that says... <laughs> I am gay? Yeah. Oh, go my God. if you want to. Do we... Uh, yeah, get that. <laughs> Do we have? So I didn't say it. Do we have that chunks video? It's on the um, hideoutheretics.net uh, YouTube collection. Mm-hmm. Okay, find that. Play that song. Actually, pull that. Uh, do I have it? All right, I'll yeah, pull it. Yeah, it's on the CDs for some reason. As a uh, straight man, can you slap during a fight? <laughs> if you if you're uh, you don't clench your fist, you just slap. Only if it's to degrade someone, I guess. Like, if you got them pinned down, they can't do anything, you're just kind of paintbrushing them. I think you can do that. Just to kind of show them that they have nothing, and you can just sit there and smack them around. That's got to be degrading if you're in a man fight, mm-hmm. and you're getting slapped. I am gay. To this? There is a video uh, to this song, Chunks, I Am Gay song. And if you go through, you can watch the video, and you can see what I'm watching it right now. Tommy just alluded to Matt Albert dancing with former interns at Kate at Coyote Ugly, oh. smacking each other's ass. I forgot sitting chunks kissing the beginning. Yeah, literally bent over. Now, can you uh, shave your body clean? No. Swimmers do. Uh, yeah, exactly. So no. <laughs> I don't. 
What if you call, uh, you know, you have your hair gel? Can you call it product? I don't think that's gay. No? Mm. The closet starves me, and when I get the chance, I gorge till it sickens me. Oh, there's Matt spanking and dancing with a uh, man. As a straight man, can you uh, cry at a non-sports movie? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, give your review of World Trade Center. Uh, I'll give it a 6.5. It was entertaining enough like uh, for like uh, for me to watch on HBO, but I was kind of upset I went and paid all that money. Really? Yeah. Let me. Take- I don't find it to be that great. Wow, look how fat Chunks was. And then look at Matt. What a beast. <laughs> you guys see this on YouTube on HideoutHeretics.net. <laughs> oh, my God. 407-916-1041, These people are trying to get me these all day long. Radio Jihad. Now, let me tell you about a fantastic movie. Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane was poignant. It poignant? Was, it was a metaphor for what we are going through right now. The snakes represented the Republicans. I think you're reading into it. Who are taking away our rights no. and, and how we feel held hostage on planes. It is not. It is a metaphor. If it's a metaphor for a bad movie? Samuel L. Jackson is I think they probably he was going to be uh Obama the black savior to come and rescue us from these mm-hmm. so-called snakes on a plane it was genius I, listen all betting aside it was a great movie it was exactly what I thought it would be and more and if you go see that movie and you don't like it then you don't know what fun is and I mean it I can't believe you went to go see World Trade Center instead of snakes on a plane mm-hmm. I'm not going to go pay for snakes on a plane. What kind of American are you? (laughs) It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. The Beast. Will you worry that you're not liked? How long till you break? You're happy because you smile. But how much can you break? An ordinary boy. An ordinary name. An ordinary Here it is, hour four in the hideout, Rover Radio 104.1. star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Dubs, you were talking about snakes on a plane. Yes, you went and saw it. You loved it. I honestly thought it was awesome. Uh, it was exactly what I expected it to be. I think it was poignant. I think it also was a metaphor for what we're going through right now in the state of terrorism in the United States. <laughs> I doubt, seriously, the snakes on the plane was made to be anything deep. Uh, watch it yourself. 
No, I, I probably if won't. If you don't see that, then maybe you're just not smart like I am. <laughs> maybe I'm not trying to make it into something that's not, which is good. Uh, Dub, speaking of snakes on a plane, I guess you found a whole bunch of when animals attack videos? Yeah. All right, I remember this lizard attacks newsman. It's one of my favorite of all time. The uh, It was a uh, Texas uh, TV station. Dallas. They, I'm almost positive it was Channel 5 in Dallas. Yeah, they uh, they had uh, like just different animals, and you know how they do that in the morning news every once in a while. And one of them was a Texas rattlesnake, and they were going through it and everything. And there was a lizard on the table, too, that they must have just talked about. And the lizard lunges at the news guy. All right, here we go. But uh, Can I find this in Arlington? Oh, good grief, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, let me, let's see how long it is. Let's hold okay. it out. This guy is uh, probably close to five feet. Oh, hold on. Texas rat snakes. Are can you be just one start it over and think of it in a gay way? Yeah. Let's. Can we at least get through <laughs> okay. it first? The snakes that you find in the Metroplex area. Get this thing off me, man! Get this thing off me, man! So a, a lizard on the table. <laughs> it just. Uh, it, uh, it jumped on him. It's probably only like a half a pound, Right. this little lizard, it, and it takes him down to the ground. Yeah, he literally falls. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me this thing jumped. Right? Well, God, dang. <laughs> okay, let's try to get our composure here. <laughs> You're all right. Yeah. <laughs> so the Texas rat snake can be up to five feet long, huh? That's right. Uh, some of them can get let upwards. Me, yeah, let me ask you, where do you gain your, like, how do you regain your composure on television to try to do it over again once you do that? After you you bitch out, basically. I mean, because he went way over the top for a little lizard. And what are these people going to learn that these things are animals? They don't think uh, like us. Oh, yeah, no, They'll no. lunge at you any time. Yeah. I'm an animal. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Okay, this next one is a python attack? Yeah, this uh, python, uh, some Asian area, uh, a python's on the beach. This thing has to be at least, like, 15 feet long. And... I think you're exaggerating. And these Asians... Um, attack oh, it. Oh, it's pissed, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're right. It does look like it's 15 feet long. And it's pissed, and these Asians are jumping on top of it. Is there any real good audio from it? I uh, like imagine... they're, they're yelling and everything. It's kind of funny to listen to. <laughs> yeah, but, but what are they yelling? No no one speaks that language. Soy sauce. <laughs> yeah, it still doesn't matter, though, to be honest with you. Just in case. That is funny, though, like in the video. They're literally throwing boards on it. Have they grabbed it yet? Yeah, and they just grabbed it. Oh, it's so pissed. Its mouth is, like, wide open. Mm-hmm. This, one was... this thing's huge. This may have been the same star from Snakes on the Plane. I'm telling you, it's a fantastic movie. Did I mention that it's poignant? You have. You've said it's a metaphor for what we're going through in this country. Terrorism and how we're <laughs> held hostage by the Snake Republicans. It's a ridiculous argument. All right, here's another one you got. Alligator rips off man's arm. Yes, we played this one on the show before. Uh, oh, I can't get it from here. When we were talking about the death roll. And hey, C-Lane, come in here and sign in the YouTube. Hurry up. The guy puts his arm 
like uh, testing, uh, like just doing kind of a trick at like a like a circus type thing. Oh, yeah, I think I sent that one to you. I was like, hey, would you do this? And he like taps it on top of the head, slaps it a couple times, and then puts his arm right in it, and the thing just rolls it and oh. tears his arm right from its body. Good. He like starts looking around, like showing off, like, hey, look at me, it's no mm-hmm. big deal. I've done this t- thousands of times. That's when I love it when they get it. Can we play this one on the air? It's cool. Yeah. Okay. We've done it before. I think we just looked at it. I don't think we listened to it. Um, I don't hear anything but screams in it. So yeah, all right. This is. I do remember this one, and this one is so good. I do remember talking about this on the air. All right, it's all loaded up. So here we go. Oh wait, hold on a second. I still got the other Asian one rolling. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got about a trillion, crazy Asians. I got about a trillion things uh, open right now. So don't I am me, EJ. Leave me alone. He needs to know what to think. Exactly. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> so he's a circus guy, mm-hmm. alligators guy, or crocodile, whatever it is, has its mouth open. He sticks his hand in. Oh, this is, I remember this. Oh, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. He's an Asian guy. He's poking the uh, crocodile, I think it is, with a stick. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to put his hand in. He's now slapping it on the nose. Yep. Oh, don't do it, brother. <laughs> oh! Death roll! Death roll! Death roll! And then oh! they show him running away with it, no arm. Ugh. Oh, and the alligator there just mocking him with the with his mouth open. Like, have, who's next? Have you seen, Did you see him run away without his arm? Yes. Oh. Hold on, I want to come watch that part. <laughs> come here. You got, I think we can post all these on the website. Yeah. My arms just went numb. Dude, that one's hardcore. Yeah, that might be the worst of them all. I don't know. There's a couple of other good ones in there, too, though. All right, watch this. Now he's going to put his hand in. His hand isn't even in there very long. He's smacking the alligator. Puts his hand in. One, two. Oh! Death roll. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, holy Christ. That's awful. Ha! Ha! You, that guy Look wish- at him just laughing, you maniac. I bet you that guy wishes uh, that he did what I did and uh, got an extra arm. Radio Jihad. <laughs> Why do you keep going back to that? Is that well dry? <laughs> yes. I'm not even sure it was full to begin with. Skywalker in the 407. <sighs> Hey, I actually went to see a movie this weekend, and it was an early matinee, and I thought I'd poach a freebie, and I had the chance to just walk into uh, Snakes on a Plane, and I didn't even think it would be worth it because the trailer looked... It's not worth it. Yeah, but you loved it. Was it actually good? Was it actually a good movie? You didn't didn't do it. Oh, man, let me tell you. it It is the 80s movies that you always thought. It is funny. It is like it, it's kind of cringe because some things happen on it that are just hardcore, and it's poignant. It tells the story of what Americans are going through right now on planes it being held not. hostage by Snake Republicans. I'm just telling you uh, what the what the directors and the writers had in mind. They thought, hey, let's make an easy buck and start a uh, internet thing with a bad movie, and it's worked. I mean, it was only it only made like 16 million or something. It was number one. I think it's honestly because people didn't get it. They don't want it. People don't want to go to the movie theater and think. And that's kind of what you have to do when you go see snakes <laughs> on a plane. You know what? They should use that as one of those blurbs. The hideout says. El Jefe from the hideout says poignant. 
Hey, let's go ahead, think. Let's pull all this and send this to whoever's doing snakes on a plane. Let's see if it ends up. Because I believe it. I believe it. Dubs, this is a bull attack. Oh, yeah, this is very, very short. It's just one of the worst bull attacks I've ever seen. It was, I think, during the, one of the running of the bulls, and this lady just gets destroyed. Oh, yeah, you can't. These are. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. Like, she gets tossed like 15 yeah. times. Yeah, just she's getting, all over the place. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not quite nice <laughs> at all. All right, people are begging for links. We'll Tom, put them up. Tommy, I'm sending all these to you now. Actually, I'm just going to forward you the email and mm-hmm. you can put them up on. Uh... Oh, you have it. You have the email. Put them up now. Jesus. I think that's probably why Dubs linked you in on it. Uh, then finally, bear attacks woman at TV studio. Yeah, this one. Uh, is it <laughs> Russian? Yeah, the guy walks in with the bear, and he's wearing a karate uniform for some reason. No reason at all. And like he's in a TV studio or something like that, and this lady sits right next to the bear, and right when she sits next to him, wham! She looks nervous to begin with. Yeah. And then the guy in the karate outfit starts fighting the bear. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how good the audio is going to be, but... Uh, like, uh, there's a lady walking you through everything in it, so... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Very cool. All right, well, here we go, then. The camera. It makes good television and generates valuable publicity. Can't be bad, if everything goes to plan. This time, though, the script didn't get followed. The bear seemed tame enough. The handler seemed to be in complete control of his charge. The television producer fancied being videoed sitting next to the bear. And then, suddenly, a horrifying departure from the script. Oh, oh my God! A half minute or so of sheer terror. Oh, my God! The trainer and circus director managed to free the producer. But then, the bear grabs the circus director and the nightmare... The guy in the karate outfit with the circus director. Wrestling a bear, this guy's tough. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a producer there just poking the bear with a stick for some reason, too. You'll see it. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> oh, that's great. Bears brought under control. So much for disregarding the time-honored old theatrical advice. Never get on stage with children or animals. I've never heard that before. Uh, um, well, you're not a thespian like I. You're a dude, man. No. Look at you. Now, here's what's interesting about that. <laughs> when you, uh, like, the chick sits down, and hopefully Tommy will have these all on the uh, video section very soon on realradio.fm. Mm-hmm. The chick sits down, and the bear doesn't notice. Like, he's looking at the yeah. trainer. Then he just looks over at the bitch, and he's like, what the hell? And just immediately goes after her. Now, uh, the guy was wrestling the bear for a while there. Do you think he would have choked him out if he had an extra arm? Why? <laughs> Why? Radio G. Wait a guy. It was like three hours ago, wasn't it? It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. <laughs> Welcome back in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. It's hour four of the Hideout on a Monday night. 
go to hideoutheretics.net, you can see the highlights from Real TV, which you can see on realradio.fm uh, right now. The Wild Bill segment and the Matt Albert E-Rock deuce chill moment are both already up on a hideoutheretics.net, and they are fantastic. They're great live, but, um, I mean, I, I can't wait to go home and watch just how uncomfortable, how douche chill that whole moment was between Matt Albert and, uh, a radio buddy, E-Rock, from the Opie and Anthony show came in for uh, about 30 minutes earlier this, uh, this evening. 407-916-1041, And I guess people can see online now, too, at the Real TV. Mm-hmm. Commenting on my beard and how I look like a terrorist. Oh, they can see you right now? Or are you just uh, I moseying by, through? I walked by during the commercial break. They can see me leave and come back late from cigarette breaks. <coughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about the poignancy of snakes on a plane. Yeah, let's go to Wild Hawk in the 813. Actually, I went to see the movie. It was me and my chick after my mm-hmm. Sports Authority appearance. EJ from the U, Demand, and uh, the Wild Hawk. EJ from the U was there? I'm shocked. Really? <laughs> Do you have a sidecar for him now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run down the guy who comes and supports everything. Uh, what's up, Wild Hawk? Uh, not much, dude. Um, remember the part with the air conditioner? Yeah. Uh, I really thought that was the part where Samuel Jackson's character was coming to terms with his maker. I could see that as far as the metaphor goes. And did you agree with the snakes representing the Republicans and the stripping of our rights on, of oh. all things, airplanes? I hate this uh, movie. Not, not the Republicans so much, because I, I tend to lean a little conservatively, but uh, maybe the Patriot Act. Okay, you know, I could see where it is more the Patriot Act, where bipartisanship came together in snakes. I'm done talking about it. Why? Bye, Wild Hawk. You're kidding, right? Have you seen the movie? No, and I hate it now. If it is a metaphor for all this stuff, it sucks. No, it's great, too. This chick gets bitten on her booby, and a man on his dude while he's trying to go to the restroom. It's fantastic entertainment, and it's smart. It's like the hideout. Intelligent entertainment. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. We got some prizes, right? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Let me ask you. What is the top-rated independent film of all time? Now, uh, talking about ratings, like... I got a little list here. What do you think is the most well-liked? Because um, I think this Snakes on a Plane movie is an independent movie. I know it. Is it? I think it counts. Sure, why not? It's another animal movie, kind of. I, I thought, I thought the, uh, I, that was a studio release. Yeah, but you know, it seems like it would be an independent. No, independent has uh, different structures. And... Well, I'm going to just say for the sake of the segue, it is. <laughs> Sir... So why don't you just shut up with your facts? No. I refuse. I would have to say, can I take a guess? All right, ruin it if you want to. Clerks? I want to give out a prize. No. Actually, Clerks wasn't even in the top 50. Really? Of course not. No, it wasn't. It really changed the face of independent movies for a while there. And I got to tell you, too, this is a pretty reputable list. I know what number one is, without even looking at the list. Type it to me, then. Let me see if you really got it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, you can go ahead and say that one. I I don't want to ruin the list, though. You're not gonna. It's obviously the crow. Hold on, cell phone. 
didn't make the top 20. That was an independent movie either, was it? It's Miramax. It's kind of independent. Yeah, at that time, Miramax was independent. So whatever. So uh, what do I win? Nothing. That was number one, though. No, it didn't. Didn't even show up. Number one in everyone's heart, though. You get to push the button to play commercials in seven minutes. How about that? <laughs> That's what you win. Congratulations. I'm going to have a crow peck it, so there. <laughs> um, or I'll have my extra arm do it. So, no! Clerks. <laughs> Radio Jihad. It's almost becoming funny now. <laughs> and I know that's what you're working towards. Yep. I'm trying. All right, uh, let's take some guesses here. Lucky in the 407. What's up, Lucky? What's going on, F.A. and Dove? Yo. Uh, I got a guess, and I'm going to have to go with the uh, Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. That was uh, huge. The Blair Witch Project. Um, not in the top 20. Wow. As far as top-rated independent titles. So new. Sorry. Ooh, I think we have it here. Joe in the 321. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's Josh and Sam. Josh and Sam. Um, never heard of it. Two Ed. kids trying to make it to Canada. And it's certainly One not on One hurts his head and uh, has to use a tampon to uh, stop the cut. Never heard of it. Certainly not on this uh, stellar list. Okay, let's go to uh, John. What do you John, got? what do you got? Hey, I was just going to guess uh, Quentin Tarantino's first film, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, no, not in the top 20. And was oh, the... actually, yes, it is. It's number 19. Oh. Sorry, number 19. But he doesn't win. You have to get number one, right? Yeah, you got to get number I'll give you number one through... I'll give you pressure number one through five. Okay, let's go to Sean in the 407. What do you got, Sean? Um, a big fat Greek wedding. Ugh. Um, actually, it's actually a fantastic guess when you stop and think about how what it did for the time, mm-hmm. but no, not in the top 20 even. Wow. All right, CJ in the 407. What do you got, CJ? CJ. Uh, Hold on. I think you punched No, I got, I got him on the wrong line. CJ in the 407. Yeah. What's up, bro? I just told you, the crying game. The crying game. Uh, Dubs is, um... Uh, I'm phone retarded. Yeah. No, actually, the crying game was not even in the top 20. <laughs> and then I cut him off early. Wow, Dubs. Wow. You think you should just get off phones? No. Maybe we throw Matt onto that? No. God. With his sausage fingers? <laughs> Paul. What do you got, Paul? Yo, what's up, hideout? Yo, hey, buddy. Um, I guess it's uh, Kids. Kids. You know, you know, Kids is a great independent film, mm-hmm. but no, not even in the top 20. I forgot about Kids. I don't like this list. It's a good list because there's some fantastic. You want me to throw one out that's being left off for a couple? Sure. All right, we said Reservoir Dogs at 19. Mm. American History X. That's a great one. Four comes in at 14. Um, seven. Great movie. Number 13. I'll even give you number nine because it's it's one of my favorite movies, although incredibly depressing. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Was that was mind. a great one, and I, that came out of nowhere for me. I'm telling you, it's a good list. Number right. one, I think, should be number one as well for independent films. All right, let's go to Jason. Go ahead, Jason. All right, I got a, I got a wild guess. What about Star Wars? Now, here's what's interesting. Revenge of the Sith did make it at, like, 48, but otherwise, no. Because at the time, technically, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a neat little angle to go with, but no. Yeah. John in 352. Uh, is that John you're looking for? John, yep. It's you, buddy. What's up, Hideout? How about uh, Harold and Maud? Harold and Maud. Old school. Um, no. Now, Harold and Kumar should be on there. Mm-hmm. 
But it's not. Let me give you some others. 43, Terminator. 42, The Big Lebowski. Sling Blade, 41. Train Spotting, one of my favorite movies of all time, comes in at 39. We're just giving prizes out from 1 through 5, though. These are big. These are actually they're big name movies, but they were independents at the time, so that's what counts. How about Dying Darko? Number twenty four. Nice. So it did make the crack the top twenty five. Bipolar Steve. What's up, Bipolar? What's up, guys? Uh, Queens Boulevard from Montreal. Starring Johnny Chase. Johnny Chase. I mean, uh, Chase. no, Vinny Chase. Yeah, Vinny Chase. Vinny. The great Vinny Chase who broke his career on the list. Ah, uh, no. Hey, hey uh, Bipolar Steve. Yeah. You kidding me? I am Queens Boulevard. All right. <laughs> By the way, what did you think of Entourage last night? I thought it was great. It I looks like it's it. going to uh, set up for a great, great uh, season finale. You know, that pisses me off, though. Why? Because it's going to be a great season finale, and you're going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. To see what happens. I think you should fire Ari. No. Ari's great. For the good of his career. Now, if you're talking about how fun the show is, then you don't fire Ari. All right, how about this one? The one that... Vinny Chase almost got into Medellin. We're talking about real independence, not a television show. How about I want to be sedated? The uh, Ramon story. Aquaman. Aquaman was a studio picture. That was a oh, studio. Yeah. But I did throw that down for the uh, the uh, worst uh, um, franchise ever made because Vinny Chase didn't stay on it. How All about right. Bobby? Bobby, what do you got? Uh, how about the movie Blow? No, not in the top 20. Wow. My apologies. I love that one. Donnie Darko, 24. Crash, 23. Kill Bill, Volume 1, 22. Let's go to Anti-Matt. He has a good one. A piece of crap, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Actually, no, but that was a fantastic film. That was a great film until it got completely killed by everybody uh, doing what they do on MTV and just running the uh, lines into the ground. And let me say this. I was on that film. First, remember when I went? I even mm-hmm. I bragged. I was like, "Dude, this is gonna be a great film." I saw Saved at an independent film house, and I'm like, "Dude, this Napoleon Dynamite film." So the preview, it's gonna be awesome. I was on it first. Yeah, you were. Look at me. I, I have to give you uh, credit for that one. We had the drops and everything first, and then it got so played out. Jason. Hey, what about SLC Punk? SLC Punk. I doubt it's gonna be number one, but it is a great movie. I just watched that like for the first time about six months ago. Love it. Yeah, it was very. I was surprised. Yeah, because Matthew Lillard isn't usually a very uh, fun thing to watch. Speaking of Matthew uh, Lillard, is that mm-hmm. his name? Mm-hmm. Watched a fantastic movie with him yesterday on, on Comedy Central. Heretic Slider, actually, uh, during a commercial break, he was like, hey, this movie is on me, I want to see it. And I responded, I'm watching it now. She's all that. Another poignant film. <laughs> about uh, uh, about your inner self and trying to you know break out of your shell. Kind of like uh, what we're trying to do as Democrats against the Republicans. Uh, Chris in the 407. Uh, Swingers. Swingers. Oh, that's a great film, not even in the top 20. Now, if these movies aren't making the top 20, you got to think about how these other ones are. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break and come back. We haven't even, cro- we haven't even uh, cracked the top five. And, dude, I'm telling you, we're giving out prizes if you can guess any in the top five. Number one should be number one. Okay. I completely agree. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. It is uh, Monday night, wrapping it up the show. Um, Real Radio 104.1. We're talking top indie films. We haven't got any in the top five yet, have we? 
Uh, some of the ones we've already thrown out. Eternal uh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Seven American History Acts. Um, the movie Seven, by the way. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill, Crash, Donnie Darko, Train Spotting, Sling Blade, Big Lebowski, The Terminator. All big, um, top-rated independent titles. Is Bing John Malkovich on the list? Um, that did pretty well. New. I only got, I only, there was a top 50, I pulled the top 20, and mm. then other movies of note. Okay. And I probably would have pulled that one, because I liked that movie. That was a good movie. Let's go to Dude in the 407. How about Dr. Strangelove? Dr. Strangelove, number four. Congratulations, you're a winner. I had to watch that piece of crap in yeah, like film it. school. I hated it. But it probably because I was forced to watch it. Mm. Not film school, but in a film class at yeah. Texas Tech. Uh, people on the IM says, how about Rushmore? That's a great movie, mm-hmm. but it's not even top 50. And I really do uh, I do love these independent films as I look at them, too. Let's go to Matt in the 407. Hey, what about The Silence of the Lambs? Silence of the Lambs, number seven, didn't crack the oh, top uh, five. Oh, I'm sorry. So it didn't get you a prize. Close, though. Oh, hold on. i got to have my snakes in a plain music. <laughs> Toothpaste in the 407. Hey, what's going on, Hada? What's I up, bro? Two. All right. Um, Breakfast Club or Clockwork Orange? No and no. No to not uh, to either. Both fantastic movies, though. Can I get the the theme to the Breakfast Club? That's snakes on the plane. I'm talking about kids in uh, in detention. Do you hear like important? It sounds. It's almost like presidential music. This is important. something about this song. I'm just so nostalgic to it. Memento was number six. Apocalypse Now, number eight. Um, Requiem for a Dream, 17, J-Dubs. My, uh, Monty Python, Holy Grail, 16. So far, all we have is number four. Dr. Mm-hmm. Strangelove. We're looking for top five. Let's go to Daryl in 386. Daryl. How about Samuel L. Snakes on a Plane, Jackson, and Pulp Fiction? You are a winner, my friend. Congratulations. You got your choice of prizes. Well, where did that come in at? Number one. The number one, and it deserves to be there. I can't believe Clerks wasn't higher, though. Maybe that's one of those that got so played out because it's a highly rated one, top-rated ones. And uh, that's one that people are rating lower now because... Because of Clerks 2? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, you think Clerks 2 brought down the value of the original Clerks? Yeah, I think anytime you uh, make a sequel that really is, you know, lackluster, and I haven't even seen it yet, so I'm not going to say it is, but I've heard it is, uh, I think that really brings down the value of the original. I told you it's great for about three scenes, mm-hmm. one of which Pillow Pants, which we named our last intern, who went out by with a bang, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Literally on Friday night in the open door. Let's go to uh, Kyle in the 407. What's up, Kyle? What's up? What do you got? Uh, I was thinking one of one or two films, either Serenity for a newer film or uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Both really good movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even close. I also prefer Serendipity, and I think that should have been. Serendipity? It's Whoa. a great film. Dude, John Mo. Cusack, Kate Beckinsale, they're meant to be together, and yet they leave it to fate. The greatest thing about it was it was a very short no, I watch it all the time. 
Is your dream a Freddie Prinze and John Cusack movie? Listen, if it also had Kate Beckinsale and Rachel Lee Cook in it, it would be the perfect movie. Ron in the 407. Perfect movie not to watch, ever. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, what about the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Overplayed. Um, not in. Not in the top 20. All right, I'm going to give out the rest because I'm, uh, I'm ready to move on. Okay. The Crow mm-hmm. is what, three? Not on here. What? Number five, Psycho. Good. Number four, Doctor Strange Love. Which we got. Number three, The Usual Suspects. Deserves to be there. Wasn't Brandon Lee in that one, though? Number no. two, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. See? The Crow. <laughs> have you seen that, Dubs? Not in years. I used to have it at home. I saw it like when I was like eight. Memento is number six, Pinchy. And number one, Pinky. of course, Pulp Fiction. And you go through the list, man. I mean, it it was on IMDb, by the way, mm-hmm. which is a, is a pretty reputable, we- uh, pretty uh, reputable website as far as you know ratings for this kind of stuff goes. I would agree that maybe some of those would be uh, maybe a Clerks, maybe a Napoleon Dynamite. You know, I had to watch Amadeus in the first grade. That's the one about uh, Bo- Beethoven, right? Uh, Mozart. 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 My bad. Um, and like there's a sex scene in it, and uh, the uh, the teacher didn't catch it, and so I just saw her doing a mad dash for the screen and pressing Which fast forward. Which sex scene was it? Or like there's a topless scene yeah, or something. Yeah, they cut that out of the, uh, and it was only in the director's cut. Maybe that's what she had. I, look, I looked for that for years because I'd heard about it. Yeah, we uh, we had it in ours that we were watching in school at first grade. She was so hot in that movie, and then she turned out so hideous years later. What was her name? Damn it. I can't remember. She was on the John Larroquette show, though, as the female <laughs> cop. Oh, I so know it. Damn it. <laughs> you shouldn't. She's also you really shouldn't know life. it. I've seen still frames of it. <laughs> I had the video, my friend. You know the um, the Romeo and Juliet one, the one that everyone's always mm-hmm. talked about? Well, our teacher actually gave us a quiz beforehand, and everyone had to do well in the quiz, she said, or else she would fast forward through the part. So, of course... <laughs> During that quiz, everyone gets like 90s to 100, just so you can see the two seconds of boobs that she shows in that movie. You can watch it at home. I don't know why you guys are studying so hard for something you can see much more of on a porno. I, I never understood that. It's forbidden, that's why. It's cool. It's like if you see a butt on MySpace, it's like, oh, that girl's so hot. Yeah. yeah. You're completely right about that. It's just... Given the what you have available to you, yeah, and like if you're at school and like they're showing some kind of movie with it's a half-assed comedy, you're gonna laugh a lot harder at the funny parts at school because you aren't usually finding anything funny. No, we're at school. talking about nudity. It's nothing mm. to do, nothing similar to comedy. Now, see if I had an extra arm, I'd be able oh, to. Radio uh, Jihad. <laughs> All right, listen. I'm bringing it in tomorrow. Okay. You have to do it for a segment. What? Where the uh, the, no. the radio terrorist turban. No, I'm not. Yes. I'm immune, just like you. No. Tonight has proven that you're not. Uh-uh. But what kind of argument is that? Uh-uh. uh-uh. What is that? Mm-mm. Hold your breath until you pass out. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, we're back in the hideout, wrapping it up on this fantastic Monday night. Hey, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, here in the hideout, uh, Friday night we did the Madden 2007 tourney. 
set a record for real TV hits on RealRadio.fm. I was watching the Sunday Night Football last night. I was thinking, what a load. So a a sideline reporter basically says, I haven't heard this, but it's my opinion. Starting a a quarterback controversy in Dallas between Bledsoe and Romo. And then uh, Bipolar Steve sends me that, uh, I guess tonight in the Monday Night Football, Romo looked really, really good. Ah, nice. I guess goodbye, Bledsoe. The good the, the thing about Romo is that he's very agile and mobile, mm-hmm. and they're worried about the offensive line. He's black, so not sure what he is. I'm gonna assume Italian. I don't know. Yeah. Hey. So anyway, but it looks like uh, this could happen, and it seemed like it all started with some sideline reporter. Maybe that was just his thought, and now people are really adding fuel. To the uh, to the fire. You know that happens. A little rumor will start, and then all these different sports leeches will jump on it and try to make a story out of it. They see one guy getting over with it, and then they'll all try to uh, run the bit, too. And let me tell you what I love. I love T.O. for the Cowboys. And let me tell you why. I've always loved him. Yeah. I love that he can't, he can't work out. Or he can't practice, so he mm. rides his bike. But he doesn't just ride his bike but on the sidelines. He did for the first few days, and then he's like, oh, screw it, I'm going to spice this up. And so he decides to run a bit, and he, he puts on the whole, uh, whatchamacallit? Neil Armstrong, Tour de France. Uh, uh, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> ah, I'm at the Tour de France. Ah. Louis Anderson. Well, that had nothing to do with anything. What's that? <laughs> So anyway, if I'm going to say the wrong name, I'm going to say the totally wrong name. All right, I would rather. That's actually a little bit better. Um, But anyway, nonetheless, so actually speaking of football, you are headed out, correct? Yes, after the show, I'm going over to the GameStop up here uh, to go pick up my copy of Men that comes out at midnight. They're open? Yeah, they're going to be open at midnight for the uh, release of uh, Madden 07. Really? Mm-hmm. They're opening up at midnight to uh, give out the copies. So you're going to be useless for the next couple of days. Probably. And then I have a friend coming to town. Oh, uh, who's coming to town? Brian, uh, my old friend from uh, back home. He used to do, He went to Specs Art School Broadcast Arts with me. And get this. He found old tapes. Of you guys? Uh, he doesn't know who it is yet. He, he, there's a good chance that I'm on there, too. Yes. But a lot of it's going to be him if we can, if we want to rip on him too again. Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, these are terrible. These are abortions on tape. It makes it easier, man. You can just hook up your Xbox in the control room and just do the <laughs> show from there tomorrow. <laughs> may may have to. Or we could go with soundboard dubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you rather just take the next two nights off? No, I'm not going to take any nights Pull off. Pull Jimmy D. Jimmy D's taking the next two days off? Yeah, from what I hear. Really? Yeah, because I'm mad. Well, I can't wait to play. Jimmy D is so is EJ from the U. Uh, In fact, his... I think he's listening right now. He was headed over. He signed off early to go uh, to go get his copy. I wonder where he's going to. Not quite sure. Maybe I'll see him over at the GameStop. Uh, he lives on the opposite side of town. Uh, screw you, EJ. Um. So anyway, Madden, huh? Mm-hmm. What team are you going to be this year? Oh, the Lions. The Kitna Cats. I'm trying to start that trend. It's not catching on, brother. The Kitna Cats running wild on the NFC North. You guys won this weekend, right? No, we lost. Hmm. Kitna Cats declawed? No. Oh. <laughs> Dude. Oh. <laughs> what? Hit it, Doug. What happened? Oh, He's it. calling yeah. the Kitna Cats. Radio Jihad. <laughs>
<laughs> Whatever, I don't have the Jezebel in the turban. Actually, uh, I think they're the pick of the litter of the uh, NFC North. <laughs> so now we're going to start with this. Huh? Well, it's easy to scratch themselves with that extra leg. Or, oh, Radio right. Jihad. Listen, it's not exactly good radio, and we're trying to throw out bombs. I'll tell you what. They definitely aren't going to be the tail end uh, of the league this year. All right, 407-912-1041. So after Madden, though, what's like the next big thing you get to look forward to, other than the start of the football season? Yeah, start of football season, and then just all football season long, I'm uh, having a good time. Let me tell you, though, what is kind of good about the release of Madden at this time. It's the fact that the next three weeks will get eaten up mm-hmm. by Madden. So then before you know it, you look up and... Yeah, it really takes care of the preseason, just kind of waiting period for you. And I find it to be the cash pajamas. <laughs> what? <laughs> Finish on your own. EJ from the U, you're out there waiting for uh, for Madden right now? Yes, I am. Nice. I'm right out in front of the EB Games right now. Third in line, right? It's because you backed up Shocky and Winslow. Huh? So, <laughs> so, oh, uh, bastard. How many people are in line for you? There's no one. I'm the only one here, which is surprising. Last year there was like six people in front of me. <laughs> A little. Uh, I'll tell you what. When you play, are you gonna purr? So happy. <laughs> I'll be on it tonight for until nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Nice. Well, I may. Uh... I, I took the next two days off. I got. I hate being compared to Jimmy D, though. <laughs> well, that's where you're at right now. You're sitting in the same uh, boat as Jimmy. Let D. me ask you: Is it somehow less douche chill or less nerdy or dorky if you're waiting in line for Madden as opposed to a Star Wars? Ooh. You know? Yeah, I would say it's less. Well, you're saying that because you're sitting in line right now. Well, I would be waiting in line for both, so it's not a big deal. Oh, wow. Uber nerd. (laughs) All right, EJ. Yeah, I, I want to get over there and get playing. I don't want to push the foot around to this. I just want to uh, jump right on there and play the game. Anti-Matt. Dubs, man, you're doing this real sad. You're scratching the bottom of the barrel on this one. Oh, wow. I'm not running with this one. What? Give me some out music. Why? This is going to be the perfect season for us. <laughs> All right, so here's what I want you Purr. guys to do. Go to realradio.fm. Obviously, look at all the photos and everything. we got real TV. Thank you for joining us tonight. Rawr. Fullbullandage.com. You can get the ringtones. And then hideoutheretics.net. <laughs> I'm not sure. You got the Wild Bill announcement. And you get to, I guess, see Wild Bill for the first time. It's already up there and being downloaded, so that's hideoutheretics.net. And two, the douche chill. Douche chill! Moment between Matt Albert and E-Rock from Ovi and Anthony who came in earlier this evening. Mm-hmm. That has been uh, documented. Yeah. To he be in, in cyberspace here. forever. He cowered down, kind of got his nails clipped. <laughs> Remember to spay and neuter. Go to myspace.com slash hideout radio. You can get the new two hideout uncensored. Both retard themed. One menstruation, the other sex ed. Also, to uh, 1130, your recap of New York uh, when you guys went to New York City is going to be playing. So you'll be oh, is that, that. The, is that what's up for the hideout uh, part of the uh, Real Radio Rewind? Yeah, that'll be coming up around 1130. Nice.
Hey, I know we're trying to put together something really big for the documentary mm-hmm. release. I'm chatting myself about it now. He had thought of a drinking game to go with it. Do you think that'd be good? I think it could be, depending on the place we're at. I think if it happens at the place we're going to go, I think it'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. It could actually end up being a lot of fun now I think about it. So maybe we do that. Ah! I hurt my finger. Me ouch. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. Matt, uh, the room's gone. <laughs> You're kidding, right? This is an easy room today. You're kidding. <laughs> Gold. Wow. All right, people punching out early. 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. They've had enough. What? Oh, and the podcasting, my friends, number 15 in the nation. For all of uh, Clear Channel, which is essentially the nation. So, <laughs> a little proud of that. And I think we're going to condense it all, too. So, go to hi- iTunes and search uh, The Hideout when it comes to podcasting. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips File in the afternoon. Hideout, back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Be somebody I always thought good. Question everything. Stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Beat it. No! Rate me once, shame on you. Rate me twice, shame on me. Retards in area. Jacobs! Jacobs! I'll be smacking my hoe. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoe. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. I. Five thousand.